0: hey normies we're talking the best they are at what they do the astonishing the amazing a special giant-sized episode the x-men to me my normies
1: previously on x-men
2: fight with us
1: join the team x-men
2: you know what happens to a toad when it's struck by lightning.
0: Hey fans, we're back. It's Colin here. Joe. Mike. We're talking X-Men today. We're going
3: to find out which one of us has the mutant gene. Well, gene gray or just jeans in general? (laughs) I'm wearing jean shorts. I don't like that (laughs) wordplay. No no, no wordplay, huh? But I do love
0: the X-Men. Uh, we're talking this on Niche to Normie today because, of course, the X-Men are absolutely Niche to Normie. A lot of people would say the 20th, 20th Century Fox films, the first one by Brian Singer, X-Men, was sort of the introduction to the superhero crave of blockbusters. and We see that reflected today as being the huge moneymakers that Hollywood
3: is dropping every week these days. And let's say Brian Singer is kind of a bad guy. He is a bad guy. Oh, a bad guy. (laughs) There's (laughs) no kind of there. All right. Yeah. Uh, Brian Singer is a bad
0: guy. I was thinking about this and I love that take, Mike. Uh, if you guys would like to refer to him for the
3: rest of this episode as BS, I wouldn't even mind that. Oh, there you go. Let's call him BS. Yes. Hey, old BS. As much, um, Shit is uh, James Gunn is getting for his previous tweets. He is not a bad guy the way that Brian Singer is a bad.
0: Oh, guy. I bet he saw those tweets and was like, oh, just like broke out of his sweat." Said, He's oh, glad that he on. didn't
3: have Twitter back then. Allegedly, we do have yeah, to say, yeah, allegedly, but still, there's, there's we don't have to. There's a lot of corroborating sure evidence. <laughs> if you don't know what we're talking about, look it up. We yeah. don't want to. We don't want to slander, but nope. there's some questionable things in his personal life. But that being said, yeah, the introduction of the X Men universe created kind of the superhero phenomenon, and um, those original films, some of them are really great but uh, we're young enough of course we we're sort of our first introduction
0: was maybe not even the comics maybe it was the fox kids 1993 animated series, animated series absolutely. that's right Man. that's right so and we'll be coming up we'll be talking about those in those segments but let's check in just real quick first uh, anything going on with you guys pop culture wise
3: i mean you know last episode i just talked about mission impossible and still been playing a little bit of doom i haven't really touched star trek online other than that you know just kind of been uh chilling relaxing and working on editing the podcast. Ooh, there we go. I like hearing that, Mike. Yeah, you know. Keep yeah, it Yeah,
2: nothing too new. Uh, I've been contributing to a website called Geek Worldwide. Ooh. Um, yeah, so you know, maybe we can throw in the show notes some of the articles I've written for them. Uh, one, uh, the Parker Luck, just a, a look at the love life of Peter Parker.
3: Joe, very cool. Love to check those out. Please. And if I may throw back to the animated series, I've been listening to a show on the Duckfeed Feed Network. Uh, they are guys that do a lot of different podcasts, and they do a show called Days of Future Cast, where they break down every episode of the animated X-Men series, and then they go into also the films and stuff. And I learned a lot from them about the production and things like that and the show in general. So if you like X-Men after listening to this, you can also check out Days of Future Cast on the duckfeed.tv network. So we'll put that in the show notes for you as well. Oh, very cool, guys.
0: Well, I got to say I've been listening to some podcasts. I've been checking out a new one. It's a Patreon podcast. I hate to throw those out there. I understand that that might be a little turn-off for some people to pay for your content, but I think it's pretty cool. It's called Action Boys. It's some comedians looking at action movies. You got the the classics of the day. We just had Modern March where they went through, of course, some newer ones, not necessarily some uh, some classics. Uh, things like London Has Fallen, I guess you could call that a classic. So I recommend that, you know, if you if that might turn you on as well, if that's something you like.
2: Yeah, and if you guys would be interested in some additional content for normies like us through Patreon or something like that, go ahead and let us know because we'd be happy to uh, to get involved in some of that.
3: Yeah, we're definitely looking at bringing you more content, more premium content. If you're interested in that, the meanwhile, we're going to be still releasing episodes weekly on all the pop culture topics. But if there's something you want, you know, go ahead and let us know.
0: And beyond that, just more content where you're reaching out to us and talking. We have received of course some a couple of comments recently, which has been very cool. But always reach out to us through email if you want to talk about what episodes you might be interested in coming up, what uh, you think is
2: niche to normie guys. Don't let us just tell you. Yeah, and I want to shout out real quick, uh, Wreck My Podcast. They reached out to us on Instagram. Let us know that they've been checking out the podcast uh, and going through our back catalog to some old episodes. Happy to hear from some fans and, uh, you know, can't wait to get more content for you guys. Very cool. It's
3: really encouraging to hear people going to check out the older episodes as well. That's what I do, too, when I find a podcast that I enjoy. I try to just listen to all of it and uh, really get in there and uh, really support uh, what they've been doing because... You know, it's fun. It does take an effort, and we're happy to do it, Normies. And uh, we're glad that you've been along for the ride so far. So thanks for coming back. All right, so that's a little boring talk. I mean, it's not bone claws shooting out of our hands or lasers no. shooting out of our eyes, right, guys? So Concussive talk... blasts, yeah. <laughs> yeah. not lasers. <laughs> yeah.
0: Let's talk X-Men, though. How familiar are you with this, guys? Uh, do you love X-Men? Where'd you start? What do you like?
2: Yeah, uh, X-Men, I mean, they've always been a huge part of the Marvel Universe, a big Marvel fan, so I think I've been reading X Men comics, um, you yeah, know, for a long, a long time. They're kind of the team that expands beyond any other. I would say, like everyone can have a favorite X Men that's different than you know the person next to you. Um, my first introduction was definitely the cartoon when we were kids, though. That show, watching it now, is like. It's like it's on crack. It moves, it moves so fast. It moves. You're right. Uh, but as a kid, it was like, oh, that's Wolverine. Oh, that's Nightcrawler. Oh, that's Morph. It's like everybody and their mother is in that. Wasn't Morph
3: created for the show?
2: He was. Yeah, I mean, was. my understanding. Yeah, but he's appeared uh, since in a handful of comics. And
3: he just makes Wolverine very angry. <laughs> <laughs> Wolverine gets so irritated by Morph. That's like us. We're the nine. kids. We're the audience.
0: And look, that show knew how much cereal we were eating. I mean, it knew it had to cut around like crazy.
3: <laughs> yeah, we'll we'll get in there a little bit later. For me, you know, same thing my first experience was a tv show and a lot of people you know this is my hot take real quick i did not like the theme song growing up for some reason ouch i'd be watching the double feature spider-man and i think it was x-men and then spider-man or something like that but yeah
2: those were the two fox kids lineup and yeah. they even crossed over together
3: yeah they did they absolutely did and um i i love spider-man i like their theme song but the x-men theme song is so iconic man man, 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 we did it earlier. Now as an adult I really appreciate it but when I was a kid I thought it was so boring just to see their names and the powers uh, like I liked the I show like disagree. that blows yeah, my fucking please. mind just for some reason like I didn't like the song, but if I could get God. through the song, I would watch the show. Yeah, you know
2: what this reminds me of? When we were doing the Pokemon ek- episode and oh, X said he didn't like the Pokemon theme right. song. Yeah,
3: X kind of didn't. And yep. I didn't understand how. Well, maybe now. I feel the same true. way, man. Yeah, like, yeah, it's absolutely. like,
2: how did you not like that? How do you not hum that all the time to but yourself? But it's
0: crazy that the nostalgia goggles, I mean, now looking back kind on of, it, we all admit it's like, well, yeah, it's like iconic or whatever because it's like, yeah, we all fucking know it. But at that time, every word of it, I just wanted to. Yeah, there was the time, no word. Goofy. <laughs> yeah <laughs> Well, yeah, no, 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 you no, the no, Dope
3: ass electric guitar riff. We mean, and like it is, it is a big build up, <laughs> <laughs> you know. But <laughs>
2: if I <laughs> can <could laughs> get... thanks for
3: finishing it. Yeah, if I could <laughs> get past, you yes. have to. You hear it, you got to. Yeah, and then we just gave some royalties away. If I could get past Uh-oh. the theme song though, and watch the show, I really loved it. I loved, um actually, honestly, before I watched it on TV, I remember Pizza Hut had the deal where if you bought a large pizza or whatever, you got one of two tapes, which was the pilot and the follow. It was a two parter um where it's like where jubilee joins the x-men and stuff and that was on a vhs it was a black cover with just the red hologram x it was a very striking kind of design for a vhs promo and yeah, it was kind of
2: playing on the uh, the death of superman comics which were coming out at the same time the holographic red
3: yeah and that was my introduction it was actually those pizza hut tapes because my parents were like give them something to watch we'll order a pizza get a vhs and throw it in and that was my introduction was those first two vhs tapes you got
2: that's so funny. Never went to Pizza Hut really as a kid. Went one time with like a baseball team and the Pizza Hut had the X-Men arcade game.
3: Oh, there you oh, go. That's wow. is another thing we'll touch the on best is the team. X-Men games. That's right. Mike, let me jump in right here yeah, because absolutely.
0: obviously I'm just shadowing you. The first time I ever saw them was, oh, guess what? That tape from Pizza Hut was the pilot, too. Mike. Yeah, of course I am. Yeah. The Night of the Sentinels. It's the Night of the Sentinels. So it's, it's you have Jubilee at the arcade, getting you know, brought in uh, to the X-Men. She's fighting the Sentinels. You've got them going up against Magneto at one part, Rogue kissing Cyclops. She can't control the optic blast. I mean, I remember watching that and just looking around at people. You know, I'm glad that this tape isn't like the Turtles tape that I brought up, the Easter Turtles <laughs> tape, no, where you know guys actually know did it. have it, thank God. Where, look, I would just look at my parents and be like, this is the best thing ever made. This has everything for me. It has Beautiful girls who have superpowers. It has awesome dudes who have superpowers. They're a team. They're a unit. They're up against people that I understand are bad guys. And like you said, that title sequence, it spells out who these guys are completely. It shows you their powers. It shows you their names. It shows you their code names or whatever. I mean, it just gives you everything. I love the series. Uh, And let's just jump back to Pizza Hut prizes real quick. Did you, Joe, you said you never went back again for other stuff. You didn't go and get the Casper glow in the dark hand puppet that came oh, out shit, for that, I did have that. Series. Come oh I my
3: mean, That was a Pizza I mean, Hut. That was a Pizza That's Hut promotion.
0: So I mean, they had everything super cool.
3: Oh, Casper. Yeah. Maybe oh, one nostalgia. day. Let I mean, us Ghostbusters know.
0: Ghostbusters 3,
2: right? Yeah, let us know <laughs> if you want a Casper episode. <laughs> Dan Aykroyd's in it.
3: Well, let, let me ask you guys, yeah. right? So, what about X Men as Niche and what about X Men as Normie, right? Because, mm. I mean, it seems to me. We were all exposed to the cartoon. The comics are going to be, of course, more niche, as they always are. And then the TV and the movies, actually. It, that's where many of the mainstream audience got into it, right?
0: Well, look, we're talking OG niche, OG normie. The thing about the X-Men, when it debuted, it was the only comic book for teenagers. Everything else was maybe adults could enjoy it, or it was for babies. It was very goofy, you know, very child-minded, you know, very serious... Things for adults, uh, Frankenstein books, things like that. Very odd, gothic horror tales. There was nothing for teen kids. There was nothing for an outlet of angst. YA novels. Things like Twilight. This is what we have now as our outlets that people could like actually like experience. Things like that. That's totally normie you know you see that everywhere it was such a hot property people wonder like wow why does that connect so well it's because it hits a target audience that wants to spend money that wants to be an outlet that is what the original X-Men did I mean that was it just became Normie because it was so
2: accessible to the Normies Well, and Colin, you're 100% right. I mean, think thematically about the mutant powers. They activate in puberty, Oh, it's happening. It's happening. You know, you're the teen wolf in your bathroom. It is all about coming of age. That's right. Always has been. Always will be, I think.
3: Yeah, no, I think that's that's a huge thing. Um, Obviously, yeah, teenagers are struggling with their identity and their place and things. And the idea of introducing people who get their powers as teenagers, you go to the Xavier's school for the gifted right and like it's all people just trying to find their place how do i manage my powers how do i find my place in this and world and they
0: want media aimed at their age at themselves which didn't exist back then like I it mean, said said, the cartoons just
3: didn't jubilees in the arcade yeah, right exactly very accessible
0: and you know it hit our era when it was relaunched with those Jim Lee tales which would of course eventually be the the basis with chris claremont for the animated series for x-men 92 is what they call it now yeah very dope uh it it was updated in a very cool way where it totally fit the 90s aesthetic and the 90s wannabe rebellion attitude of the time. I think that's why that works so well. Now I think why X-Men comics fail and why people kind of don't check them out at all is what is the youth market to tap into? What is the youth culture? What would be a accessible, relatable, young thing to do in an X-Men comic? They would have a vlog on YouTube? They would want to be famous they would want to go see superhero movies what is the culture that they can stand for I mean, they can stand against. I hope the Donald Trump administration or something like that. Maybe they could tap into be more
2: political, but you don't really see that anymore. Not so much now, but I mean, X Men books have always sort of been about disenfranchised people. I mean, it's a representation like the LGBTQ community. Um, oh, sit in Jewish the back of the community. bus, mutant. Yeah, like it's it's very much hitting. Uh, you know, people who have been disenfranchised by by the mainstream
3: yeah and people often draw those parallels between Xavier and uh Magneto um that it's almost like Magneto is like a Malcolm X militant type, and then Xavier is more of a peace um you know Martin Luther King figure, so we have these people who are marginalized, and then there's one person who says the way we get equality is through peace, and the other one says only through aggression can we show that we deserve and like the they deal with that too, so there's always been paralleled with like the civil rights movement. And the LGBTQ, you know, movement and everything like that. It's a lot of interesting things that happen with these people who are different, but that doesn't mean that they're lesser than, right? No, definitely not.
2: The X-Men books have always been about representation. And I think, you know, you see that... Inclusivity. Yeah, and inclusivity. You see that through all the the range of powers that these characters have, uh, the identities that these characters have. I mean, you have... Shadow Cat or Kitty Pride who's who's Jewish and talks a lot about that plight you have oh, Magneto God. as surviving the Holocaust you have North Star who is one of the first gay open openly gay. Uh, comic book
3: characters to the be featured the first gay
2: wedding in the marvel comics history mm-hmm.
3: that's 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 huge stuff that's great stuff and it's almost like we talked about in the star trek episode it's embracing the differences and knowing that what makes you different makes you exactly. special and you should not try to hide that and characters wrestle with that you know beast wants to look human because he doesn't like what's different about him yes. so does mystique she doesn't like being different no. And, like, the idea of people learning to accept who they are and finding their place because of their uniqueness is, I think, a huge thing, especially for teenagers. And I shoot ice beams out of my hands. Yeah, Yeah, which that's (laughs) fucking cool.
0: (laughs) See, that's what you also have to get into. It's it's, sort of the double-edged sword of, like, what is your mutant, I guess. Is it, you know, there were the Morlocks
3: who are a segment of the mutant population who live in the sewers. They probably encounter the Ninja Turtles.
0: More (laughs) More physical mutations, things like that. We see Nightcrawler, you know, people like that on the main roster. But then there are people who it's like, what do you do? It's like oh you know I fucking you know I'm, I'm bird bones yeah, yeah exactly <laughs> you, you can't even see your tell or like if you lock eyes with me and you're a woman you know you'll fall in love with me or I can manipulate luck which I think is absolute bullshit but I who knows that. so domino know.
2: is not one of your, your
3: <laughs> no, no no
0: no or you know a- anything like that I just I, I
3: can't believe it <laughs> well let me ask you guys then long so shot no if you but were Scarlet witch magic yeah, no yeah no. I'm magic right what's your mutant power magic yeah, well, no.
0: it's just like well just even while we're saying this you know while weird ones started to cut you off Mike but something like
1: Storm oh, was yeah.
0: something as a young person I had a lot of trouble connecting to for a long time of being like does the mutant ability the, the weather is coming out of her now there's scientific evidence that she manipulates like the electrons in the atmosphere and she's manipulating the uh, climate around her. An omega-level mutant. Sure, and you, know. you know, yeah, that's what they say. Could it work on other planets? You know, they, a lot of times with mutants they end up making you ask more questions than you actually would accept with so, answers. So you're telling so, me when
3: somebody wrote down she has weather powers they didn't consider? <laughs> <laughs> the scientific Yeah, yeah exactly, uh, that 40 years that.
0: later, 50 years later, <laughs> people, people would be, be sitting around and, and big like, analyzing yeah, it on YouTube. Exactly. that, A black African princess, you know, Egyptian thief who grew up under care of the Shadow King, who ended up under the care of an even more lecherous. I mean, if you want to talk hot takes, I hate Charles Xavier, you know, maniac raising her to use her weather goddess powers. Cyclops was right. (laughs)
2: <laughs> yeah yeah new Cyclops is right yeah yeah. Uh, I right mean out. I here's another thing to talk yeah. about real quick Colin you just ran through the history of Storm
0: oh yeah but that's <laughs> think about how complicated that was and she is so, one
2: yeah. character who was not even in the original lineup mm. of the comics I mean no, these mythos no, no. are the deepest well in comic books yeah they every single x-men and there are oh. hundreds of them have Crazy backstories. Yeah, if there's an issue
0: where they sit down and lock eyes with each other and say, "Who are you?" and it's like, "Well, I'm the reincarnated sister. I'm Rachel Summers. Yeah. I'm <laughs> Cable past in the future. Yeah, blah, blah, I'm blah, blah, blah. Cable, the hypothetical child of the Summers people, Cyclops and Jean Grey's." female counterpart from a different alternate future who now lives in this timeline. It's
2: like, if you were, if you read that, I mean, you want to talk the niche to Normie stuff, Mike, that's fucking yeah. insane. Yeah. The niche stuff would be understanding the timeline of X-Men. Yeah. of and anything, also like, of like the power comics plays. of the movies of any of it. Like, you know, I mentioned offhand Omega level mutants, like, yeah. like who's Omega level, where, where are their power ranges? Like all of that stuff
3: is so, Deep in the mythology, and for the listeners, an Omega level mutant is someone who is classified as having power like almost godlike. Like yes, they are yeah. the strong. So yes, Charles Xavier, the,
0: strong. the strongest telepath ever. Magneto, Jean Grey, they can ice man something. Recently oh, added, yeah.
2: who's essentially eternal yeah yeah
0: exactly as his organs disappeared in his quote-unquote second uh mutation it's yeah. like oh my god yeah. so let me ask you this just secondary while we're saying this, secondary there you go that's another very
2: insane. niche aspect very of this. niche
0: so let me ask you this just real quick you're in the marvel universe not the movies yet wink yeah. wink we'll, we'll get there yeah we'll get there you're in the marvel universe do you guys want to be mutants because if we're me if i'm answering this first no. <laughs> if if really? I get
2: to pick my mutant power, sure. But if I just roll the dice of you're no, a mutant, Joe, I'm no saying this
0: to you now. You know, I lay it all out for you. You know, you're going to be, you can pick up Mjolnir or something, you know, blah, 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 blah. You can be Asgardian. You can blah, 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 blah. You can be.
3: A mutant. So would I be blanket. A mutant X Men or would I choose to be like as guardian? You, you
0: would have to go to the the Academy if you wanted. You know, that would be a hundred percent up to you to go to Xavier's Academy for just the Hogwarts and before Hogwarts. <laughs> yeah, of
3: course. Yeah. Right. I would be a mutant. You would I mean, want to be a mutant. But here's Mike, my question. What if you
2: were green? Yeah, like do you get to do you get to pick your mutant? If power, I get to pick Colin, my or power, or is this just like no. press a button, no. you're a mutant? You're, I would not risk that at all because you could end up with the shittiest power set. Yeah, sure. <laughs> like, like you know, I'm not running the risk of becoming
3: toad. I'll I'll, no, I'll tell you that right now. Not. I got a very efficient liver. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Two <laughs> Me, years ago, I got spit. Yeah. No, that's yeah. the fucking. Or uh, I'm chamber and my Geist.
2: face is on fire. Yeah. Like zeitgeist.
3: Absolutely. That kind of sucks. Yeah, yeah. That absolutely sucks.
2: Um, or the blob. Um, Yeah, yeah, (laughs) Like any one of these people. Two
0: years ago, they ran a comic book specifically called The Worst X-Man Ever. It was in a completely original character. He was a young man who was coming to the Academy for the first time after discovering he had the mutant gene. Spoiler alert. Guys, did you check out this comic book? Do you know what his power ended up being? Why he is the worst X-Man ever? So imagine this. He can explode. Think about that. (sighs) One time. That's it. Pop. Like a balloon, guys. Think about that. That's terrible. I mean, what? single-use mutation how would you like that you find that out and people just say doesn't matter you still can't go to this airport because when you go through those scanners you're a mutie and i fucking hate muties.
3: wow you know what i would do i would team up with someone with a time travel power and then they could just go back every time i blow up (laughs) every time you pop
2: (laughs) nah. i'll just take my radioactive spider bite man i do not need to roll the dice on on Nova helmet
0: exactly something like that if it's rolling the dice yeah yeah
2: I mean, if I got to pick it and it could be like, oh, you're Nightcrawler, but not blue. And you have Wolverine's (laughs) healing factor and Quentin Queer's telepathic Uh, uh, abilities. Sure, I'll take all those. If you
3: could have one power, one single power, though, what would it be? Mm. I know mine. It's easy. Really? I want teleportation. I was going to say the same exact thing. Yeah. Really? It's just the the, the most convenient, man. Because if you can fly, that's fun. But the government will hunt you down and tranquilize you and keep you in a cell forever. If we're looking realistically. Of course. But if I can teleport... I don't need passports. I don't need airfare. You know, my weekends could be in Milan, in Tokyo, wherever <laughs> I want. Even if I have to travel there once to know where I'm going, I would teleport into a bank and I would steal a bunch of money. And then I would use that to rent apartments uh, Mike, around the world that I could teleport into. No, <laughs> that money is it's for insured. corrupt government, insured by it's the insured. bank. Right. <laughs> but then I would like rent apartments in every country I wanted to go to so I could teleport into them with no witnesses and then just. Fucking chill. I'll wow. tell you, if
2: you could fly, but you had to be like angel, that's probably the worst power ever. It's like you could fly, but you got big ass bird wings Can you imagine? Yeah.
3: All right. So, what, what about you guys? Powers? I can't uh, well, say teleport. Just like you Joe said just teleport. said, like those the angel wings. I think about that
2: sometimes. Yeah, and I, I just get. Set I don't up. want <laughs> anything. Like I, if if my power was like, oh, you're you're blue. Like, yeah. I could live with being a different color, I think, but I couldn't live with, like, oh, you're Toad, or you're, you're, you're Beast, yeah, and you're but Furry. but even something
0: complex that affects space or time, don't give me that. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> don't, <laughs> don't give oh, me a power yeah. that confuses me. Yeah. Oh, I've got mine. i got mine. Okay, one. please. Um,
2: it would fit well in the X-Men universe. Please tell me. I would want to be, uh, like, Iceman, but for metal. Ooh, very cool. Because, uh, you know, like, almost like Colossus. Magneto. No, but, like, the opposite of that. Like... You a could make that metal makes stuff Colossus. And stuff. so it's like you right. could, you know, you'd be a good foil to Magneto because Magneto yeah. could fuck you up right away. Yeah, yeah, I mean, it's kind of like Wolverine, where it's like, oh, he's so badass, but he's made of metal. I mean, you can't go up against. He Can never Magneto be in all. the same room as Magneto, yeah. Yeah. but hell, other ways. Yeah. So I mean, kind of like Colossus, but also different. And it's literally, I mean, I gave my my character that power in our our D and D It's right. essentially like what Comus can do in our D and D league is is exactly what I would have.
3: No, in. that's pretty great. Yeah. I always think of
0: characters like, you know, the big character in the Marvel universe that has super speed is Quicksilver, a mutant. You he's know? great in the movies. He's very cool. He's very cool in the movies. He's a check in, the, in the, the comics. I mean, he's, he's like... He's bad in <laughs> Avengers.
3: Though. Oh, you don't like Evan Peters, Joe? No. I love what? Evan Peters. We're going to talk about this in oh, the movie section. Sure, Ooh, sure, we will. You We're just, ready just to wait. Get ready to draw it out. I'm writing it down.
0: Um, But I, I don't know. I You know, it's like something like that that seems so so easy like something like i-beams which is like well but superman has i-beams you know that's like the most
3: basic superpower ever yeah, but he can turn goes, them off blah, blah,
0: blah. it's like yeah but it's so complex
3: yeah, in yeah. A, in a x-men the way people can kind of extrapolate what that means like the way they made Iceman omega yeah obviously someone wrote he has ice power done yeah. but then it's like well how does he do it he well, controls the temperature of the air molecules
0: yeah. and like well what if he lost himself yeah. you know what if he disappeared Oh, yeah. well, clone. the way
3: they can take these things to their most extreme conclusion and like the way you can see something as simple as moving fast but then what does yeah. that really mean That that's pretty cool
0: I always wanted to have like powers like uh, you know like the white Queen or Professor Xavier, like the telepaths. Would you want to know what everybody's White thinking? <laughs> the
2: one you named first, because specifically <laughs> <Emma Frost. laughs>
0: what she does with emotion, I always thought was very cool. Because you know, who wouldn't want to be able to control how people are happy all the time? You know, let alone what Charles Xavier does, which is just like forget that I'm doing bad things to you. <laughs> like I don't,
2: I don't necessarily want that as much as telepaths to be an scare empath. me because they, you know, yeah, f- in- empath is yeah. different than then telepaths yeah. telepath like to me they, they freak me out yeah i mean yeah. like i don't want anyone fucking with my free will exactly
3: i don't and want anyone fucking so with so many will. lost
0: mm-hmm. comic book runs of like the last will and testament of charles xavier now that i'm dead i'm releasing the memory of the one terrible thing i did to all of you and all these people And everybody's just like yeah he was such a good guy and you're just like reading it like jesus christ they're like kitty you were always the one that i always had special eyes and attention for. <laughs> i mean you just imagine Ugh. them it's like a <laughs> Let guy in like a wheelchair being like rolled around like uh, come to me my X Men Orson Welles you know like very just with the most
3: powerful mind yeah. completely uh, I unchecked don't know. spooky man he's yeah. spooky yeah. but
0: meanwhile on the opposite coin and I know we're getting pretty loose and broad here but one of the greatest characters of all time his foil yeah. a Holocaust survivor who hunts Nazis who who met. Charles Xavier in Israel doing. And they were friends, uh, being friends by by doing work camps, by doing helping programs of uh, of therapy for people who survived a trauma like he did. I mean, it's just like, and and for his extremism to be his downfall, his flaw of. I think we just deserve to be our own selves, you know, to, to even become isolationist that he does to say, well, I need to leave here and, and just create my own world uh, at first an asteroid, then Genosha, our asteroid own M And then Genosha. Yeah. yeah I mean, you fascinating know, fascinating things. Exactly. For him to just say like, you know, I, I'm, I'm through with this world because it can't handle us. Homo superior, which I don't know. So it's not a very
3: humble name. <laughs> um, but a great David Bowie. Larry. But he's seen firsthand yep. the evil that humans are capable of when they see someone who's different. Like, oh, he looks Nazis. down at that
0: number on his arm, guys, and you tell me that's not a powerful
3: image. I think time. he oh, is yeah. the best villain in the Marvel universe. Maybe that's me speaking out of ignorance for not being completely educated. But in my Dr. opinion. Doom. He has so much pathos. And then... Doctor Doom... And then, Mike, I just... I
0: look at you and I just wonder if you've seen the Venom trailer where he says, turd in the wind.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Well, I want to say one thing about Yeah, he's the greatest real-life villain. Magneto's ties to the Marvel Universe as a whole are pretty phenomenal. Like, you can read books where... Captain America rescues a little boy from a concentration camp. That little boy grows up to be Magneto. Holy You shit. can
0: read books where 9-11 happens and he starts to reconstruct buildings and says, even, you know, even we wouldn't go this far. You know, so like right. that. It's just like, you know, he has his limits.
3: That's, yeah, I mean, Magneto, there's something about him, even the E. McKellen performance of him. Oh, even the
0: Michael Fassbender
3: performance, yeah. Mike. Yeah, and before I mean, we let's get really into that, talk, though, it. yeah, since we're talking comic book origins and weird kind of offshoots, we've kind of gotten our initial thoughts out there. Let's talk about the comics. This is where it all came from. I mean, the X Men, they're so huge into pop culture, and let's go where they started, right? Where are the children of the atom born from? Ooh, on the page. Let's hit it. Let's go to the comics.
0: All right, guys. We're here. We're talking X Men comics. Of course, we're talking the original run released in 1963, the X Men number one, created by two comic book legends. Guys, I mean, would it blow your mind to know that the original X Men were both made by Stan Lee and Jack Kirby?
2: Bam. Bam. The two of the best. The Marvel kingpins of all time.
0: I mean, the number ones. If you're doing the, you know,
3: the Mount Rushmore of comic books, they're both up there, and Pillars, that's just man. for
0: one company,
3: exactly. That- So much of what pop culture has become now is a reverberation of Stanley and Jack Kirby.
2: Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, they're two of the greatest icons of all time. It's personal inspirations, both in their real lives and what they
3: created. Yeah. And that's like a niche to normie thing. Like you think about like back in when they're contemporaries creating these comics, especially in the 60s, it was niche as fuck oh absolutely You and had to be a huge a and now everybody knows their work
0: oh of course and we talked a little bit about it with their personal history of magneto but of course it should be said that they are both jewish men who grew up at a time at a little rougher where there were people with outcasts who were quote-unquote genetically different you write
2: what you know right? yeah. exactly well and jack kirby i mean was a a world war ii vet i mean you know it's it's like these guys you know jack kirby has been gone for a long time unfortunately um And yeah, some sad news to to bring up now. Stanley just announced that he cannot do con signings or anything like that anymore. Oh, I did not see that. Yeah, he's just (laughs) getting too up there, Um, so he's not going to be doing. um, He didn't say con appearances. He won't be doing, but they said he won't be doing a sign. Hey, true believers, where you sitting? I I can't be in the Spider-Man movies anymore.
3: (laughs) Hide me so out for one day.
2: Uh, <laughs> I, I, the day. Put a thousand cameras on me and just will shoot them all. Uh, the <laughs> day that Stan Lee goes, it'll be like the day yeah, Bruce Bernstein goes. For oh. me, I mean, like you know, it is that's so yeah. like oh, when his wife died, man i I was so broken like, up about terror. it. They were they were together forever. I mean, like he was just, uh, yeah. It, Stanley and Jeff Kirby are just so important to me. Yeah, you know,
0: like, yeah. The kings, yeah. literally. So we look at them and we look at their original work. And like we said, young adult tapped into that market. You've got young adult characters, all of them. Students at a school for the gifted underneath Charles Xavier, their weird, bald mentor. Uh, And again, you know, sort of an interesting angle, a handicapped mentor. They're writing about things you might not see in comic books. How many comic books featured, you know, straight, white, good-looking males who just did action and shot things? I am Superman.
3: Exactly. Uh I'm good at everything.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Also
2: created by yeah. two Jewish Americans. In, in,
1: yes, yeah.
0: of course, Joel Schuster. We have to talk about that George as well. Created in uh, Cleveland,
2: but, uh, <laughs> it's a
3: different. Approach. I'm <laughs> All great facts. Out. We just got it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, dropping them in there.
0: But the, the main important thing is you wouldn't imagine Superman interacting with characters where it's like, and Lois Lane, my girlfriend, in a weird tear. Oh, Superman, you know, you're so great. This was a main character who tutored. You know, the cast we had the Beast, no fur, just a. Gigantic, big-footed, sort of athletic, acrobatic monster esque yep. smart guy, Angel Warren Worthington, a super good-looking, uh, rich, rich, handsome playboy mm-hmm. who just happens to have wings. Iceman Bobby Drake, he's like an angel investor. <laughs> Bobby Drake, served the prankster, the class clown, uh, looked like Girl. a snowman yeah. in his first appearance. He's a yes. cool dude. Just wore boots
1: yeah
3: all right mike <laughs> okay. i got one, one more, more <laughs>
0: yeah. okay marvel girl marvelous <laughs> she's so smug about it ladies and gentlemen
3: okay that was but good. yeah that's a that's marvel girl before. jean
0: gray you know that's the first time you see her she wore the mask back in the day and you know this is the yellow and blue outfits kind of referenced in first class not really matthew vaughn's take on it but uh you know well, it's we'll a lot see. closer than a the lot Bryan closer singers. to than all the other ones and uh And that's that's your original cast. And they were all troubled young youths. I mean, it was Cyclops, the weirdo loner who wouldn't talk to all the others, who was just like, God, I just wish that Jean Grey would date me. Jean Grey, torn between thinking, am I into Warren Worthington? Uh, angel, you know, the safe choice, the millionaire playboy, or should I look at the weird introvert who keeps saving me and who I seem to have a weird connection to? I've got my best friend, Beast, Hank McCoy, who's sort of the sensitive intellectual that I can relate this to, but guess what? He has unrequited feelings for me, too, that he's not telling anybody else about. And then you've got Bobby Drake. Just making jokes about it, and you have their mentor Charles Xavier reading their minds, knowing all these things, playing them in situations like chessboard, you know, or like characters on a chessboard, just manipulating it all. I mean, think about that
3: tense young drama; it's so palpable. It's almost like Ninja Turtles. You got Michelangelo as Ice making jokes. You got <laughs> April as Jean Grey. You got the confident yep. one as Raph, and the introverted one That's is right. Leonardo, yep. right? You know? Yep. And then Splinter is Xavier, just telling him what to do um but yeah that original lineup like the things that they're I, perfect i mean yeah. what do you think of them
0: power wise i mean everything what just it's a cool balance but who's your favorite out of them the original out of the original lineup. Yeah, uh, lineup. original lineup i love i'm a cyclops guy i love that brooding weird idiot
2: i can't take off my glasses i, mean, I it's love it's great i love cyclops now yeah um so i guess now like i would say cyclops because i really like what they did in the last couple of years with him kind of turning him Essentially, as the new head of the mutant oh, rebellion, uh, Caesar Chavez. <laughs> yeah, yeah, basically. Which that's yeah. um, awesome. I love that version of Cyclops, but I can't really say Cyclops is my favorite out of those because I really didn't care Back about Cyclops until now. No. Um, I'm talking the drama.
3: Yeah. I didn't get into it until the cartoons. So Wolverine was a thing and Storm Mm -hmm. and all that. But Mm -hmm. out of this original lineup, I became an Angel fan during the Apocalypse arc. And Uh, I thought Archangel Archangel was cool. Now I know in hindsight, though, that Angel is. Shit, the Playboy, <laughs> especially the good-looking the, looking blonde. Guy. What's my power? I have wings. It's not very fun, but for some reason I
0: we should know. say he also has a healing factor, like Wolverine. It yeah. really gets played in well, a, a lot wings. of later comics. Yeah, I mean, yeah. now not I, so I, I
3: kind of lean towards Angel and Archangel when I was a kid, so I think he's my favorite out of the original squad. But I'd say we're all beasts in our heart, right? Oh, yeah, love beasts beast in the Street. We're Iceman uh, in the Sheets, Beasts in the Street. <laughs> yeah, well, you <laughs> want to be a beast up. in the streets. <laughs> yeah. You want to be Angel in the streets because right. you can buy anything. Right. Beast you, in the Sheets. <laughs> living in the San Fernando
2: Valley, I wish I was Iceman. Yeah, <laughs> yeah <Yes. laughs> cool. Yeah,
3: That's true, it's, it's, a, it's a hot one now. Um, I can only control wildfires, I can't create
2: them. <laughs> I think it's worth talking about the fact that like this is the original lineup, right? Yeah. You got you got 5 main heroes. This is the introduction of fighting Magneto, everything. I think more than any other group, the X-Men have added major characters I all the way up until now. I mean, they're still adding new X
3: Men to this day. I can name more X Men than anyone that it was ever affiliated with the Avengers. Oh, oh absolutely. Yeah. I mean, they're easily. Oh, well, half of them overlap. Anyway, some of them too. Go, yeah.
0: There is a reason that when the Justice films League included. of now, the big blockbusters, get optioned off, a lot of them are solo X Men films because these characters, again, can stand on their own because of the complexities of those characters. So we're talking about those basic ones. But truly, I mean, it goes through like a thousand different levels. I mean, and you get characters going through their own personal things. In those arcs and in those runs, you get so many that have been touched on and adapted. You get things like the Dark Phoenix run, where Chris Claremont takes over. You get the all-new X-Men, like we were talking about, giant size things like that, where the team is constantly getting rebooted. We get the introduction of Wolverine, a character who makes his introduction in The Hulk. I mean, these are characters that Stanley is littering throughout, and sometimes he'll just say, I mean, that's a character that was supposed to, one, have half-Wolverine DNA, yeah. but sometimes he'll just introduce characters and say, oh yeah, by the way, they're mutants. And so other writers can say in a pool, oh, well, wasn't that guy a mutant? Couldn't that guy be a villain for this or in this? Couldn't Juggernaut come over to the Hulk comics real quick? They're huge brawler guys. Couldn't they take on each other? Uh, Scarlet Witch and Quicksilver. Yeah, they'll be Avengers. Yeah, now. why not? Wait, wait. What if they were? What if we had mutant representatives on the Avengers team who were the children of the greatest mutant enemy of all time. Magneto. Magneto. I mean, oh my God, wouldn't that be drama? You know, they just opened up such a world and such an avenue for, for Marvel to explore. Uh, and again, is it because it had that young energy throughout? You know, like the ones we all just named, There, there aren't a lot of ones where you're like, oh that's kind of like too big or too broad of a complex character that they wouldn't fit in the mold of, but they also need to go to this school and interact with other people, their own age face issues that puberty brings up social issues face, um, things like which they do now in comic books. Uh, if they are again, creating like blogs or things like that, you know what their other peers are expressing their way through. Um, is there, is there, no room for that anymore, I guess. Or, or, you know, is that is that the way and reason that they still were so important and creative? Through the 70s,
2: through now. I mean, through every era. Up until now, it seems. Yeah, I mean, I would say, like, the X-Men really hit their stride in the 80s. Like, in the 80s alone, Chris Claremont was, like, fucking pumping out story after story. You have the Dark Phoenix saga. You have um, God Loves, Man Kills. Um, sure, let's just even say books, the though. Other ones? He's yeah. got
0: these characters where he's saying, I have so many here, let's spin them off to a new book called X Factor. Okay, well, what's that? <laughs> well, that's just, what if a company sponsored X-Men? Okay, well, w- what if... We've got all these characters that are too serious, and their their tone is kind of too dark that we can't keep them in the X Men books. Oh, you mean the X Force? You mean the X Force? A government funded badass crew of X Men? Yeah, yeah, you're right. Let's throw them out there. Well, wait, are what you going to write that? Sure, I'll write them too. Oh, you mean the all new? You know, all different? You mean the young? You mean the what? What? Sh- what yeah. should we call this oh, next the one? The New Mutants? I mean,
2: exactly. Yep. That's what they were just pumping them out that, non-stop i mean the 90s like the 80s really hit a stride with the main books having like these big storylines days of future past yeah. big major events by the 90s you're getting uh deadpool solo books gambit solo books k- cable solo books so I mean, what everybody swallows it up is it event books do they get
0: tied too largely to event books eventually we're going to end up with events that cap off the series you know like beyond beyond x-men like right. all of marvel books you have x-men versus the avengers you know that's the relaunch and reintroduction into the marvel now universe and they're saying like well x-men's our biggest property we have to put them up next to our other biggest property you know so at what point do they get so tied too much too largely to the x-men that it's you know they can't be the young alternative hip tap into the current pop culture that they needed to be and that's what made them work for so long
3: well, maybe that comes from, you know, they debut around, you know, the mid, late 60s. And then the 80s, they hit their stride. So the people that knew about them who were teenagers now are adults. Are and obsessed. the storylines uh, now yeah. need to be adapted to be more adult. And then it's no longer oh, that what you're focused. Yeah. They always had that element, but maybe that's part of what that was.
2: Well, and not to put on my tinfoil hat here, but also <laughs> there was a time period that that's changing now. And we'll talk about it when we get to the movie section. Um in my opinion, Marvel was trying to kill off X Men's popularity. Uh, X Men and Fantastic Four, both of their books, pretty much abruptly stopped when Disney didn't own the rights to make movies. Other companies were benefiting off of it, so why are they going to keep pumping them out? Why would we? And they into essentially this? like replaced X Men with Inhumans, and we saw like a rise in Inhuman books. Boo. They tried to make that more popular. Now, I mean, there is a huge event calling Disassembled. Uh, uncanny x-men that they're teasing for the fall that's going to be the the big event for marvel comics coming up this year
3: and that's this fall yeah and what does the unassembled mean? The name is very evocative, and as someone who's not been following this, what does that mean?
2: Oh, who knows? I mean, the tagline is literally like, "Not everyone's gonna make it out of this," or <laughs> like, "No one ends unchanged." And
0: if you're a uh, if wow. you're an X Men comic book fan, Mike, let me tell you, you're getting buzzwords. It's always the astonishing, the unbreakable. Well, that's Marvel, you know, amazing uh, Spider Man, exactly. Superior oh, Spider Man, yeah. astonishing. Amazing.
3: Yeah, yeah. But that's fine. You gotta you gotta flex those adjectives. You yeah. Know?
2: yeah. I mean, like. There's also been so much weird time travel stuff. Like, they tried to relaunch... Because I think, like, what we have said, you know, like, teenagers and that kind of popularity, they brought the original team from the 60s to the present. And we have young versions of all these characters running around.
0: Brian Michael Bendis, all new, yeah. all different X-Men. That's the Marvel Now run. He brings them back. Joe, exactly what you're saying. I mean, it's incredible to believe that that would still be going on. You know, he had an endgame in sight. It was so popular, it kind of reinvigorated it. It kind of of beat me to what I'm saying, exactly what I'm looking for. We have an anchor point. They're young again. I mean, is that what you need? They just have to be children? I I don't think so. It, It opened up just a lot of possibilities for interplay, but it's just astounding to think about the fact that X-Men Gold, X-Men Blue, the two biggest comic books that the X-Men universe have running right now are books that follow those characters still. Yeah. The 60s characters brought to the present. And guess right. what? They're growing up. It's been years now at yeah. this point. And we're
2: like switching up. Like I think one of the coolest things about X-Men books right now is... You can look at the lineups online of the different books. There's blue, there's gold, there's uncanny, there's astonishing. And you can see who's on what team and decide what you want to read based on the yeah. roster. Oh, I just That's so love cool. that. I, I like so Laura. Many X-Men. Laura's on this team. Um, That's pretty cool. Oh, I didn't know about this character. Well, let's, uh, let's do a quick tops or bottoms.
3: Yeah, we yeah. didn't explicitly ask anybody's favorite yeah. or least favorite. Yeah. Tops
2: and bottoms, top X-Men, bottom X-Men.
3: All right, all right. Let me let me just try to quick fire this. My favorite X-Men, um, he's not an X-Men. He's in the Brotherhood, but I like Pyro. I just think he's funny, even though he's a little so quirky. So cool, Mike. It, what a cool, cool choice. Who is Australian? Australian. Yeah, yeah the badass, mate. Yeah, but Manipulates I, fire. Can't generate. Can't create it. I can only manipulate it. Um, uh, bottom... I don't know if I really have a bottom. I mean, maybe the Morlock that becomes a Christmas dinner table. <laughs> yeah,
2: that's his mutant powers that he becomes a I can become things. He yeah. can be a table, table yeah. boy.
3: That's like the bottom. There's and a they've... lot of the stuff. When you See, talk that's about, why like, I'm not rolling the, the dice with becoming a yeah. Yeah, The Days of Future Cast guys uh, brought up the Morlock table, and so he's with that. that's a terrible power to have. So mm-hmm. he's, he'll be bottoms for me. Um, that's it, though. Yeah, let's go with Pyro. I used to like Angel, but I realize he's kind of lame. So Pyro. Uh, I used to be a Colossus guy. Uh, Colossus. Shit. When I play the games, and we'll get to that, I always pick, Colossus. Always pick Colossus. Yeah. Because so you want to be the big I'm with you. That's briser, fun. Man. Yeah. And people are
0: like, well, what do you mean when you pick them in the games? It's not like there's a button where you're just like turning the armor on and off. No, but you're doing badass shit, like fucking destroying shit, jumping, you know, huge explosions, picking stuff up, throwing it. Tank character. It's great. Loved him. Loved everything he's gone through. Uh, he's was great in Deadpool. Dude, that is the best representation we'll get more
3: of on that film. So
2: we'll yeah. talk about well, that. We'll talk about how minute. that's the, the uh, most But even comic just talking
0: accurate. about in the comic books, just the stuff that he's gone through, I always loved his relationship with Kitty Pride. I one was of my personal favorites. Totally. An okay fan when in the ultimate universe he was gay. I always thought yeah. like that was an they interesting. They did do that. That's because right. I just remember when people would talk about the Ultimate X Men comic books, people would say, Oh, you know, blah, 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 it's kind of a little different. There's this, there's this, there's this. Oh, and Colossus is gay. Like that's the only thing that stood out. Like yeah. it was the only thing that made the Ultimate Universe interesting. So I've always just been a huge fan. I, I'll stand by my buddy. And I'll say my least favorite, yeah, you know, there are things like, you know, the Morlocks and, you know, stuff like that, you know, with the leaders of them. I've, I've never liked characters like Spiral, which is a very obscure one. But this is the Mojo-verse, you know, that's I, Mojo's I, the guy. I dislike all the Mojo all of characters, characters Who steal the X-Men, put them on a game show. Uh, no. Let me tell you, we will be getting a movie of it at some point. 100% Sounds like Supernatural. Guaranteed yeah basically like when Loki
3: puts them on the game show she's just
0: like a mutant that, yeah. with like a lot of weird robotic arms it's like cool yeah, she's got whatever Ooh, yeah. Yeah. but how about you Joe
3: yeah
2: um, big Colossus fan big Nightcrawler fan but like I can't not say Wolverine yeah oh, I mean it's, it's I know it's the it's number a one bub. answer but yeah like he is one of my favorite Marvel characters he's, he's transcended from you know, X-Men solo books uh there's a great run in civil war where it follows him going after the guy who actually caused the civil war. He's been an Avenger. He's been everything in the Marvel universe. Uh, I thought when they killed him, it was great. They're bringing him back. Now we'll see how that goes. Old man. Logan was such a great elseworld. I, it's kind of hard not to say him.
3: Planet Hulk or not planet Hulk, but the uh, old man, Logan, that's old man. Logan Hulk's with the Hulk's guy, yeah. running, Yeah. And, um, um
2: least favorite i'll tell you i think beast is a bad guy
0: uh, <laughs> now you're saying I that because like beast. beast is the one who's responsible for bringing the young x-men forward in time which does fuck up a lot of shit yeah for he everybody. did that
2: uh, he was he part of the illuminati yep. which you know like is a group in the marvel comics that kind of think they're better than everyone else and try to make decisions for everyone else disagree with that after charles gets murdered yeah um <laughs> Also, like, he was, uh, you know, never willing to accept himself. He's the one who turned himself blue. By accident. Um, Yeah, like, I think he's played really annoyingly in the movies, other than Kelsey Grammer. Uh, So, yeah, I gotta say... God, I love it. I gotta say Beast is probably my least favorite. I mean, there's other, like, smaller, obscure ones that I don't like, but I'm just gonna keep it in, like, main... Yeah, there are... Oh, oh, another one of my favorites, Quentin Queer. uh, A young telepath who has the power of the Phoenix Force. So fun. There's a great team up with him and uh, Captain America. He's always wearing goofy pop culture shirts like Days of Future Pasta badass oh psychic. that's fun yeah yeah and he does like a lot of like fun like psychic energy stuff just
0: while we're talking about comics though we should say as you just mentioned wolverine was dead for a little while the ongoing big event in marvel comics right now there was the death of wolverine by charles Soule. that was a Which great was a introduction ago, yeah. a couple years ago to him dying now there was the hunt for wolverine mm. just ended now we're having the Hunt for Adamantium, which is a story from Tony Stark's point of view. It kind of flashes back to some new Avenger times as well. Shows a conspiracy. They're looking for the body of Wolverine, which Mike, if you don't know, when he died in the comic books, was encased in Adamantium. So they're trying to figure out where it is, what happened to it, who has that shell now, who has Wolverine inside of it, so they can figure out his return. And of course, the next comic books will be called The Return of of Wolverine. Yeah, obviously. So, yeah. Yeah, we'll see. I mean, in the meantime, we also have uh, Laura, Laura McKinney
2: take over the mantle. X-23 She's been became great. Wolverine. Yeah,
3: that's right. We All new Wolverine. Really fun books. People from who've just seen Logan know who X-23 is. Yes,
0: so. Jeff Lemire took that run and just ran with it. And in my opinion, replaced Wolverine, replaced him <laughs> completely. I mean, we don't need him anymore. So she to say see bub, them though? coming back Sometimes. <laughs> That's sometimes. Good. And she, Mike, you'll love this. She has a clone, a young clone that oh. she is raising as a daughter right now. What do you think her uh, code name is? If you have Wolverine, the all-new Wolverine, what do you think the young Wolverine's code um, name is? Wolverette. <laughs> The Honey Badger. Oh, oh, that is she's
3: so cute. Okay, it's adorable, okay. and I love her. And she can call her Honey for short. That's it's great. great.
2: Really interesting thing about X yeah. twenty three first introduced in the X Men Evolution show.
3: Oh, mm. the show, yeah. yeah. Which
2: that you believe that's that the second to actually come to uh, the comic yeah. books after that, like Harley Quinn, first introduced in a cartoon and then comes into main canon and now takes on you know one of the biggest roles. Very similar parallels there. Very cool.
3: That's really awesome, actually. Um. Yeah. I, I didn't read a ton of the books, but obviously I know about you know how much they've affected things that we've seen. But I did do you know a lot of research on like how lame Cyclops can be. But now sure. he's very interesting. Joe was oh, telling was me one of my Cyclops favorite is cool. Characters, oh yeah, yeah. But before he's just kind of dry, not very good at taking care of Jean Grey, and just like a boring dude but now he's got a lot more pathos going on And too. Mike
0: as a guy outside of maybe the comic runs when you're running through and you see things and some of them are called like the Age of Apocalypse and right. then you see it and you think well I know that there's a movie called X-Men Apocalypse that's probably about that character Related, or other yeah. things yeah exactly you know there's ways for you to sort of sync up and be like oh I think I actually would enjoy that comic book run based on what I'm watching and enjoy yeah
3: like I was a big fan of Logan we'll get more to that but I would now I'm interested in the X-23 series right new Wolverine stuff that's yeah, very really great fun.
2: and it's there's very like a handful cool. of collected volumes you can check out now
3: yeah yeah and like she's got a real dark actually backstory that's sort of been retconned a little bit where she was actually a child prostitute
0: yeah oh, they they've
3: there's definitely very different them, right? runs yeah um, that has been retconned or that is what is retconned too that has been retconned yeah, now because okay. like, she was introduced in the cartoon softer. and they were
2: like oh let's make it harder and then everyone was like well pump the fucking yeah we (laughs) kind of liked it how it was actually not
3: too much okay 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 but that's still like that's some interesting information to have
2: um x-men i think can be some of the most intimidating comics to jump into because there is so much backstory there's so many characters but again i would recommend like always to our fans if you want to read something just go out there and read it find your favorite character i'm kind of a cool guy i've heard of gambit Oh, Gambit has his own books.
0: I could pick up a Gambit book. You know, yeah. that's all it's
2: going to take. Cass has been loving the uh, X or er, um, Gambit and Rogue books right now. The, the wedding yeah. of Gambit and
3: Rogue. Yeah, and can I can I say something about Rogue yeah. that I just find fascinating? You see this a little bit in the movies. Is you know her thing is if she touches people, she takes their powers. Right, and the whole thing about X Men is being a teenager. You're going through puberty. You're like you're feeling like physical urges and shit right and like how interesting of a character to have someone who can't touch anybody yeah like just that's what x-men can bring up um but back to joe's point is yeah find a character you like i guess and research it because that's what i would do i'd read about angel i'd oh, read hell about yeah. Gambit. And start there. If you have a favorite X-Men, I guess, find books that feature them heavily. If you've got a favorite
0: X-Men, if you got a favorite X-Men bad
3: guy, I mean, the world is just large. And I and- said Pyro, but maybe Magneto is my favorite X-Men. <laughs> Magneto's a great...
2: <laughs> uh, well, he leads an X-Men team now. He does Yeah, and there are Magneto solo books. Yeah, amazing. If, you can find anything on the X-Men. Like, you pick a favorite, there's a book with them.
3: Yeah, and that's just... They're, yeah, they're the biggest team biggest number of members biggest diversity of powers i mean the avengers is obviously the biggest deal in the current pop culture but i think the x-men is the has the most depth of things to explore well and i think they'll
2: be making a comeback here as the movies come back into focus
3: with the disney acquisition
2: yeah which
3: you
0: know we should talk about that oh yeah yeah. and think about it i mean they were nervous you know they had the fantastic four would the x-men work okay it did would spider-man work and now think about it. Like we were just saying, it's so different the landscape. Now they're saying, like, well, God, now that we might have that stuff back, would it work? I hope so.
3: Yeah, yeah. I mean, hopefully, we start seeing this, this potential crossover event and stuff like that. And guess
2: well, you know, why don't we just dive right in and talk about it? We're dancing around it right now. Let's just uh, get in there and talk about some of the movies and TV shows featuring our favorite superheroes, the X Men.
0: back, we're talking X-Men, we're talking movies, we're talking TV shows, and of course, like we mentioned before, there's the animated series, which was a back-to-back tie-in on Fox with the spider man uh, TV show you know awesome 90s cartoons very extreme yeah. we talked about the metal score which was awesome the very yep. generic white dudes <laughs> yeah. who kind of voiced everybody on those TV shows based right?
3: on the look of Gene. what about Gene
1: yeah.
0: <laughs> right like very every time I saw that Cyclops was so muscular he he had that little you know transponder on his like little walkie talkie you know that he could touch on his little pack or whatever it's all the pockets I just felt bad for
2: him the 90s was all about
3: pockets yeah everybody Pockets and straps, man. Pockets and straps, yeah. And you know, kind of. I think that put Wolverine into like the cultural zeitgeist. That show, like for me, because he was so cool, and like just Wolverine, like I don't take no crap, bub. Oh yeah, you know. Bub. I think that show, and then Gambit too. I think Gambit and Wolverine profited the most from that show. Oh,
0: the exposure from that. I mean, once again, I hate to make it racial, but white guys our age who grew up were like, look, it's Halloween. I mean, like, I have a bandana and a trench coat. I could probably be
3: Gambit. I could probably be Gambit. And it's
0: like, yeah, sure, dude. Fucking go for it. And girls love it. Yeah. <laughs> I seem to. They seem to be eating it up. It seems to be Jam. an easy couple, you know, costume to throw out there. But going Rogue past that, and the, uh, Gambit. oh, Rogan Gambit, baby. But going past that, going past this Fox TV show, yeah, we should talk about the man behind the Saw and the man behind the next TV show, X Men Evolution, Avi Arad.
3: Oh, yeah. That's man, so right. Avi Arad, they're, they're.
0: this is a very interesting phenomenon. So Avi Arad is an Israeli businessman who, when Marvel is just selling things off when they're bankrupt in the 90s, scoops it up, baby. He just grabs it all, and he's got the knowledge and know how to bring it to studios. Hey, would you be interested in this? Make it into a cartoon. No. Hey, are you interested in this, Sony? Okay, make Spider-Man movies. The Canon film group, uh, makers of like the Death Wish films and like a bunch of other stuff, yeah. we're going to make the James Cameron Spider-Man films or the Damn. Michael Winner
2: X-Men films. I mean, guys. Which is going to have Bob Hoskins as Wolverine. Wow! Oh, okay. okay. oh, I would have loved it. I, oh, yeah. <laughs> like, I mean, yeah that but... is the universe that I so wanted. So let me pitch
0: you this, guys. Gritty film stock, 70s aerial of New York starts. We're coming down in. The score's like... <laughs> I mean, you know, it's 90s. Exactly. We're cutting it in. It's a trash can. You know, Wolverine's walking through. He's wearing big boots,
3: you know, leather. He's wearing... <laughs> <laughs> probably looks worse than the 90s Captain America. Yeah, oh, no, but, yeah.
2: But at least he would have been a short, stocky, hairy dude yes, and not six-foot-tall, sexiest uh, man uh, alive. Gorgeous Australian.
3: <laughs> Huge <laughs> jacked
2: man. Huge jacked man. So Aviard.
0: So he buys this up, and like we said, he's selling it to everybody. So then he makes a cartoon. He makes X-Men Evolution. Which, which came is, out right
2: after the X-Men movie, really capitalizing on that. And it is extreme.
0: Let me tell you, what are you seeing in the opening credits? Kids skateboard? and rollerblading hell yeah. once again he knows to tap into the youth market with X-Men he says the movies are a little too old things are getting kind of out there but it's cool people like the black leather quote unquote the matching kind of badass uniforms yep. let me make them young again let me put them in high
2: school yeah, I mean, it really is like the Muppet Babies version of X Men, <laughs> where it's like everybody's a kid again. Yeah, and everybody's a
0: teacher <laughs> yeah. that you wouldn't imagine should be. Yeah. And you're just kind of nodding along, going, like, God
2: damn. Beast is their, gym Hank teacher. McCoy is their gym yep. teacher in their high school. Mystique is. Being their principal, who is Senator Kelly, but as a principal in a high school. Okay. It's very, I mean, it's good. Like, they do an apocalypse run that's better than the 93 show. show. It's incredible. It has
0: Captain America crossovers that are incredible. But let me ask you this. Oh, my God.
2: I forgot about that episode. That one is so good.
0: (laughs) It is so relatable, though, because your guy's gym teacher did mess around with chemicals and turn blue and hairy as well. Absolutely, man. He was definitely hiding (laughs) that he was a mutant. Yeah, I definitely
3: want one of the greatest mutant minds to be teaching yeah. pe and not yeah. physics or what well, messing around with blue philosophy. chemicals
0: he is walter white we should also say yeah. <laughs> he is a high school chemistry teacher who uh makes himself sick well <laughs> and like storm
2: <laughs> storms older than everybody so yeah. she is like a teacher and like yeah. professor x is like right hand woman she's and, like, like but their, cyclops is yeah, a baby mediator yeah. or something yeah.
3: yeah oh yeah that's true that's kind of weird
2: um Logan comes in in like the second or third season and they do Gambit as a villain at first like he was presented Colossus in the comics. Oh yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, like they were the um what do they call the uh Brotherhood early version. No. Yeah, the earliest version of the Brotherhood and they were also the uh oh, the Four Horsemen. Oh yeah. The, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, we yeah. We Apocalypse really Four Horsemen. Apocalypse Horsemen. Yeah, yeah, yeah,
3: yeah. Also a great uh, um, WWE group. Before we jump into the movies, <laughs> there's uh,
2: another series I wanted to talk about that I don't think many people know. It only ran one season. Aryavid was, again, attached as a producer, but Kevin Feige... It's just a money
3: role. Kevin Feige, right. Kevin
2: Feige, the, the godfather of the MCU, had a role in this. It was X or Wolverine and the X-Men. Did you Whoa. guys ever see no, this one? No, no, no. Never saw anything about this.
0: Only because of you, Joe. When it came to Netflix, you said, make the right choice. Check this out. It nice. is
2: uh, two different timelines. Um, so in the, in the pilot, uh, for some reason, uh, Professor X is exploded by the Phoenix Force and transported to the future. So half of the story is in the future with Professor X. he's in a coma. Yeah, well, he's in a coma, but his consciousness is in the future. So you have uh, a future version of Professor X who is communicating back with Wolverine who is leading the X-Men and trying to like reunite them. You get like a emo upset uh, Scott Summers who comes (laughs) back to Cyclops reluctantly because Jean Grey's been missing. uh, Really good like intrigue um it kind of it, feels like days of Future Cast. a little bit yeah and you get to see um a future past yeah <laughs> you get to see like every x-men or every wolverine costume in it they do a really cool job of like you know like he puts on his x-force costume at one point he wears like the original costume at one point when they do a hulk and nick fury episode like the it's brown it's some weapon, really X-Men cool one. stuff yeah like right, he wears yeah. it all that's cool uh and it never got a second season unfortunately but it teases age of apocalypse and you see like the long haired metal armed cyclops uh you know like the
3: wolverine missing a hand all of that oh in there. geez that's pretty ready i never heard about that series i did see a little bit of x-men evolution um i guess they had a show in japan too they did like an anime version of oh, yeah X-Men, that's right, right? yeah Oh, yeah, let me tell you guys. I've watched that intro on YouTube. I saw the intro. It's insane,
0: <laughs> Mike. Yeah, go ahead and pull some of those audio clips for the end because uh, X aru is uh, uh, yeah Kulaaru yeah.
3: Superman. It's Incredibly like the, extreme. Well, it's like the um, the the Batman Ninja, like the anime uh, yeah. version of Batman. Did you Guys was ever nuts. catch that?
2: I didn't watch it. No interest. But uh, that's just because you know it's an Elseworld tale. Uh,
3: I don't know. Yeah, yeah. I, I but it's like those intros are so over the top. Yeah, yeah. Oh, of course. Um, Other than that, we're really looking at the movies, right? Yeah, I I think we
2: should just dive in and talk about, you know, starting with what BS did in 2000 or 2001.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And let me just lay them out. We'll go through. We'll talk about each of them, of course, and we'll talk about our favorite parts, or at least favorite parts. But you've got X-Men. You've got X-Men 2, X-Men United. You've got X-Men 3, The Last Stand. I'm laughing because that's a ridiculous name. Yep. Yeah. You have X-Men First Class. You have X-Men Days of Future Past. You have... Apocalypse? Apocalypse? You have X-Men Apocalypse. Yeah. Um, and now, of course, in post-production, both of them are going through reshoots. You have New Mutants and X-Men Dark Phoenix. Dark Phoenix. Yeah.
2: And there's also the Wolverine series. You Which know, is its own trilogy. Yeah. yeah. There's X-Men Origins, Wolverine, The Wolverine, and Logan. And then there's uh, Deadpool
3: and Deadpool 2.
0: And Legion on TV, which is maybe the best out of all of this. Oh, and,
2: and The
3: Gifted also <laughs> yes, and on TV. and The Gifted as well. uh, That's Hulu, right? The Gifted yeah. is on Hulu? Uh, no, X- Fox, or, yeah, Fox,
2: Yeah, Fox. Fox and FX. Yeah. That's which, you right. know, makes sense. Which makes sense.
3: Yeah, they own it. Well, they did, or sort of. Um,
0: so let's talk about it, guys. Let's talk about Tops, Bottoms. Let's talk about favorites from all of those. We can even just go through and break down each of them. I mean, guys, I'll talk about the first one. I remember how old i was i remember seeing it in theaters i remember being very skeptical on the drive there it was a treat by my parents because we were young men you know my brother and i very excited to see this i remember it came out right around my birthday
2: liberty oh yeah it was a birthday party for me
0: oh damn dope uh but you know you just feel the the uh the dick donner influence on it the classic superman director who is of course you gotta again think about the architect of all of this he's the guy Whose assistants Kevin Feige and Jeff Johns are now the people in charge of both universes. Jeff Johns was in charge of the DC universe, now Offid, Walter Hamida has taken over, but he still has a production company making the films. He's writing the Green Lantern film, and Kevin Feige, well, we know what he does for Marvel. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly (laughs) right. Infinity War. Exactly. So Dick Donner, uh, uh, producing, smart enough to say, okay. These films make money. I'm going to buy the rights to the X-Men films. Brian Singer, an assistant to my wife, uh, will let him take over after some successful films he's made to make yep. this film the franchise. The usual suspects
2: being the biggest. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Uh, uh, let's see what he can do. A cast of awesome young stars. James Marsden, Hugh Jackman, Ian McKellen, the youngest star of them all. <laughs> <laughs> Patrick, Patrick Stewart. Yeah, yeah. Femke Jensen. I mean, come on on it has everybody sabertooth every great character please tell me do you love it do you hate it
2: oh i love it uh in retrospect you know i the biggest flaw in my opinion of all of these movies is that we never get good costumes we're just stuck with this like black leather look, look. the whole time uh joss whedon you know notoriously has an uncredited rewrite role for the x-men movie but he has said the only thing that has stayed
0: what happens
2: <laughs> the worst
0: line <laughs> when a frog gets hit by light
2: in the movie that's that's the one. one yeah that's same same one. the one thing is i mean you guys the remember that line of course it's yeah. the
0: worst line it's one of the few lines uh, Halle berry has in the film of yep. course almost says
2: nothing um uh, and hugh jackman wasn't even meant to be the uh wolverine a breakout star yeah Uh, he, um, you know, like they, they cast someone else did a week schedules got conflicted. Hugh Jackman was brought in as an Australian soap star. Said, I'm a gigantic juiced guy. Yeah.
3: <laughs> get ready. Probably got more after that. More juice after that. <laughs> um, Friend of the show, Kaita, has also expressed that same sentiment where he doesn't like that they don't have the dope <sighs> costume. Guys, never look. Do. Can I just do, do the yeah. defense here? These aren't
0: the X-Men. These are the S&M men.
3: This is what they're into. <laughs> okay? yeah, yeah, it's yeah, the yeah, black
0: yeah. leather universe. What well, would you prefer? Yellow spandex? <laughs> they're the sons of Xarchy. Yeah. When we get stuff in the later films where it's just the still the black but we get the piping like maybe bobby's will be a little bluer or you know a rose purple exactly i like when
2: they're trying but it's like why can't you go all
0: the way what's the difference
2: also talk about getting the short end of the stick in the in the bs uh movies cyclops gets nothing to do the second one he's just written out the entire time the third of course, one, he because he's dies. shooting
0: Superman yeah. Returns at the same time, the, the, the other, other Brian Singer production. Yeah. Well, it seems very strange that they couldn't split that, considering he directed both.
2: <laughs> yeah, well, and let's talk about that. The fact that Brian Singer left the X-Men universe to make Superman Returns right before the third one. So the third one was instead made by Brett, Brett Ratner. Rat-
0: Superman and X-Men. It's so interesting how they are just tied together for the Marvel and DC Universe, for these movies, for what they meant, for what they mean for comic sales, yeah. even still today. Yeah,
2: And you know, like, uh, the last stand, at least you get the Danger Room... I mean, I guess that's all you can kind oh, of say God. for it. You, it's you a get a Colossus movie. that
0: does
3: no lines. Yeah. Well, well
2: Colossus is <laughs> in almost all of them and says almost nothing until we get
3: to the Deadpool The movies. Deadpool is the best Colossus. Can we do a tops and bottoms then on these? Let's include oh, of the Wolverine trilogy, yeah. the oh, BS trilogy. Can I just say, if we're yeah. going to
0: talk about the original trilogy
3: real quick, we skipped over it, X2 United. That's, that's a pretty good movie.
0: Obviously yeah. considered one of the best. Mike, yeah, if I can hit, that's my
3: personal top. Wow. It's either that or Days of Future. But <laughs> Here's all I
0: take from it. Brian Cox as William Stryker, William Stryker a huge antagonistic force to the X-Men in the comic books, Mike. You know, he's the military yeah. presence. And in the films as well, we see him carried over, I think unfortunately too many films. Oh but, yeah.
2: <laughs> I mean, it's like why do you keep going? Same why thing with, with Mystique. Why do, yeah, why do you keep using the, keep the same fucking characters well? over and over? Uh, right but now.
0: in X2, you get Brian Cox just as sort of the exposition machine yep. and just doing what he does so fucking well oh you were the wolverine logan when i found you you were just a wild animal boy i mean it yeah. is fucking incredible that opening so scene good. with
2: nightcrawler yeah so, like one I of the, mean, fucking the people come on. so you get these that's big why i actors want teleportation to put on goofy makeup outfits you know deliver goofy lines alan coming hours and hours of makeup they almost brought him back for uh last stand
3: but they just couldn't Too afford much. it you know and contrast that with the way nightcrawler looks in you know apocalypse yeah it's like a fucking joke yeah so lay it out okay mike
0: let me hit you first topper bottoms all of them we laid them out any of the marvel films of marvel at X-Men, fox X, quote unquote yeah. well yeah <laughs> this is interesting i guess this is just a side note that i would like to say sony just announced that they have officially titled what oh my their God, spider-man so universes.
1: <laughs> it's the dumbest
0: thing it. I've ever so seen. So it is called the Sony Marvel, Universe, the Sony Universe with Marvel characters, the Sony
2: the Sony Universe of Marvel characters of the Marvel Sumat.
0: characters. So this is the wow. Fox Universe of X Men characters. Nope, no one will ever call it that. <laughs> Sony Sony, you can go ahead and get fucked, man. And it might be this oh, might Jesus. be the last we see of it. We might not see these other two films in post released. So Mike, go ahead and lay us out. What's your top?
3: What's your bottom? Yeah, all right. X Men Two, X Men United. Um, it's got the Pyro scene you love the
0: OG you love BS I, I,
3: no I like <laughs> I like that those films and the way the characters are portrayed yeah. I don't love BS yeah. um, the younger
0: characters are highlighted more Pyro uh, yeah,
3: Iceman and I like that we kind of get especially with Pyro it's like oh he joins the brotherhood and he's kind of he's better in the movies than he is in the comics I think because like you know or even in the games that I play where you see Pyro he's like oh yeah mate I got my fire yeah and i mean they you, took a, a c-list villain and and gave him life pathos yeah yeah life. exactly yeah. so i thought that was great and him and bobby drake are good like balances to each other especially when they're bobby's house Ironites. you get wolverine Ironites pushing the bullet totally out of perfect. his head yeah. it's great um the worst is definitely x-men origins i don't think anyone's gonna disagree maybe they will oh but... i disagree all right well joe disagrees so that's great <laughs> we need disagreement but x-men origin yeah. wolverines i think is yeah. the the worst yeah
0: but back to your top I mean you like everything about it you like Magneto X-Men too the I like that Magneto guy. and Xavier yeah. no,
3: well X-Men United they have to team yeah. up against Stryker. Yeah. yeah, they had to put aside their differences because X-Men we're United old friends that. yeah, yeah I, I love it you yeah. like
0: the Mystique you know she's changing everybody in that and one. when Rebecca it comes Romain's to Mystique badass Yeah,
3: Rebecca Romaine is my Mystique <laughs> not, Jennifer, not Lawrence. Jennifer Lawrence yeah. Ooh. she's Ooh. a fine so human being but I do not like Jennifer Lawrence Damn, sick, and I am sick of Mystique yeah but Rebecca Romaine so you like a
0: nudie Mystique
3: too I didn't say that.
2: (laughs) (laughs) I I mean, they never do like the white flowing dress with like the voodoo skulls. I always thought that was a cool look. Yeah,
3: yeah, you want the skull belt. Well, let's start with you then, Joe. What's your top and bottom on the X-Men film Um, universe?
2: My top is Logan. Oh God, um, that's true. That's wow. a good. Try. It's just the, oh, the Joe. I did not expect that. It's the best movie. Out it's of the these. best movie. But wouldn't you say the least
0: like the X Men comic books? But I would I'm argue that none of these are very much like yeah. the X Men comics. Sure. Mm.
2: In my opinion, they are the. I, I think the Fantastic Four movies are more comic accurate than than these movies. I uh. enjoy them, um, but Logan, like Hugh Jackman's performance, the the introduction of X twenty three. Uh, Patrick Stewart's performance. I mean, it's just a really good fucking movie. Oh God. Uh, right. awesome. And I think like the dark Knight gave validity to these movies where it's like, look, like we get that they're superheroes. We get that. But, but below the surface, there are like these core character elements that are just so incredible. And it's nice to see them explored the Western themes. I'm a big Western fan. I'm a big Americana fan to see those elements brought into the fold really did it for me. Um, and I know, I know you're thinking, like, oh, as a comic fan, it's not the most like no. it. But, like, we never see the suit. We never see no, any of the suits. I can't believe it. And at least, Logan, it's like, yeah, that's that's Wolverine to me. You know, like, yeah. he's going to go out swinging. Um, you a Stephen Merchant fan? You a Daphne Keen fan? I mean, that's a uh, great
1: supporting da-
0: cast. Yeah,
2: like, everyone's great in it. Um, I do think it's, like, a terrible use of the timeline. Like, you know, oh, Caliban sh- has been in, in three different Caliban movies in three say. different ages and three different time periods. Yeah. Um, but, you know, like at least it's trying something different and it, and it's a really good performance and I think like it, it gives validity to the
3: universe. So the most recent X Men movie is Age of Apocalypse, right? Well we in, the Logan, story line, in the main storyline. In the main storyline there's Logan. In that you see the Weapon X outfit. Mm-hmm. And it's oh, classic. A, it's, fu- so it's classic, but in the film, it's such a fucking joke. And he, they open it the is. door. It's so ridiculous. He looks like blue from Jurassic World. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Mike, run when he's got the visor on, um, it's oh, so God. cool. And I, that's a but classic look, but it's ridiculous. Yeah. Then you have something where they have nothing to do with the suit, like you said, and it, yeah. it gives it this yeah. grind. And, and to tie back to last week, Star Trek, Patrick Stewart giving so much gravity to Such a guy a yeah. who's just a psychic when, thing. Like,
2: yeah, that's when I love all Alzheimer's and dementia are some of like my biggest fears. To, s- to see that explored oh, in yeah. like a super mutant, yes. you know, an omega level mutant
3: who can yes. fuck up a casino The most like powerful that. mind on earth, what happens when he loses control of yeah. it? Yeah, it's it's You've always, really well
0: always said that X-Men movies need Taco Bell ads. <laughs> <it>? so, <laughs> yeah, just like
3: Demolition Man. Oh, the I Chalupa. love Demolition Man. Is the that Chalupa, that second? Logan. Yeah. We, we mentioned Demolition Man. last episode I believe
2: look I fucking love (laughs) Demolition
3: (laughs) me too Um, it
2: won the fast food wars (laughs) anyway um my least favorite yeah uh, my bottom is not X-Men Origins because at least X-Men Origins has Gambit and it's bad enough that it's funny okay um my least favorite is Matthew Vaughn's X-Men First Class Boo. because it doesn't have any X-Men that I give a shit about in.
0: Oh. Like you I, love the other angel with bug wings. Yeah, like how are
2: you going to make X-Men First Class and not have Cyclops, Angel, Beast? Yeah, like uh, I know they have Beast, is but the What did we first call it class. earlier? Yeah.
0: The First Class, exactly, yeah. the original X-Men run. Um it's That's it's true. a fine
2: movie. I really like Matthew Vaughn as a filmmaker, but it's just like an X Men movie with no X Men I care about. So oh, it's was, also an X Men right. movie where
0: Jennifer Lawrence sits on a couch and says, "And you? What if you were called Magneto?" Yeah. Well, and he's it's like, like, "What does that even mean?" What Professor are those X words? Professor X walks in the, the room and mean. she's like,
2: "Oh, yo, what up, dog? We talked about it, yeah. so here's all our names. So here's Isn't that all our fun?" X
0: Men names. Yeah. We're secret agents. And like, I love
2: no. Havoc as a character. So it's like, yeah. why is Havoc why older than Cyclops? So like, I don't know. It just it just frustrates me the most as a fan. He's got a dope mullet, though. <laughs> he does. Yeah, uh, Lucas, yeah, So you know, that's my bottom, just because, like, personal. I don't, yeah, I don't care about any of those characters. It has like one of my favorite scenes where you get, you know, uh, Michael Fassbender's Magneto fucking kicking ass. Like, that's all great, but I don't know. Yeah, well, Overall,
3: that, I just don't give a shit about those characters. Fair enough, Colin. Tops and bottoms on this, and then I want to talk about a little bit of the casting because I think that's a big strength of it's a strength and a weakness depending on how you look at it.
0: Fucking bombshell right now, guys, and I'm so smug about it because I'm about to blow your guys' oh, mind. Oh man, I can't wait! And the fact that we got our monitor up and we're watching, and he just came up. I swear we're not even manipulating this. My top or bottom is the exact same movie.
3: It's Deadpool One. That's your top and bottom. It's my huh? top it's, and bottom. Oh, can I? Can
2: I? Can I guess? What? Guess away, Mike uh, or uh, uh, Yeah, because yeah. it's the most comic accurate of anyone. The costumes are the best, and uh, you know it's it's comic accurate and fun. Uh, And you're worse because it's just not a very good plot. I thought because T.J.
3: Miller's in it.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Boy, I hate when people call in bomb threats. (laughs) Uh, No, Joe, you are on the money. Uh, It's gorgeous. Colossus is in it. He looks incredible. Deadpool is wearing the suit. It makes sense out of the dumbest things you could ever fucking imagine. And then you watch the movie over and over if you fucking can. Because the plot yeah, is just not there. Yeah, if you if you can even stomach it, it's, it's just so lame and slow. And if it didn't bother telling the story out of order, the story wouldn't is even be told. Yeah. yeah, it
3: couldn't exist. It's like a, a thread pulling three action set pieces together. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. I mean, yeah.
0: it's uh, three but, action set pieces. You watch the same one three times. Isn't that what the animated three series? Three series. Is? You watch yeah, the same one yeah. three times. That's yeah. right. It's brutal. I mean, it's it's honestly. it's great
2: because it made me excited about X-Men movies again.
0: It's great because those people who are in charge of that property are respecting exactly. They know they look at
2: it and they go, Ryan Reynolds fought tooth and claw. This guy should probably sound Russian. Yeah oh who the Russian character yeah oh go fucking figure yeah go because yeah. Ryan Reynolds I mean like enough cannot be said about how yeah. much he's done for the X-Men I mean they're like they're the only reason anyone gives a shit guys
0: anymore. I'll tell you the anniversary of the release of the tape just came out he says he's gonna find the one who leaked it <laughs> and god damn it god bless him we hope he does
2: Colin I remember when we saw Deadpool yeah. one I walked out of the theater and you asked what I thought and the first thing that I said was wow I can't wait to see Deadpool 2 because yeah. that was not very good but I bet the next one's gonna be bad
0: I Boy, I, let me tell you, I hate that film. Deadpool 2? I two? do not like Deadpool 2 at all. Bro. No, it's got nothing. It's got even less to hold on to.
2: Dick so, and fart.
3: I,
0: you know, and that's I
3: disagree fine, strongly. But
0: just plot, and you saw it, Mike? Yes. Very interesting.
3: So. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I have an opinion, but I didn't see it. Yeah, of course I saw it.
0: Hey, <laughs> <laughs> some people. Um, you're right, you're right. I, so I think that the Deadpool property could be better used That does not mean I am one of these guys who's just a slave to the Marvel Universe and is like... Yeah, and even though they say that they could even consider it being R, I bet it's going to be great. Like, even if it was PG thirteen, it'd be great. No, I'm super nervous even more about what's going to happen to Deadpool.
3: Well, now that it's in the Disney
0: hands. Yeah, exactly. I, don't
2: know. I think he's the only one I don't want to see recast. Please, I would keep rather Ryan. never yeah. touch Deadpool again than anyone do it. Can other I than Ryan defend Reynolds? Deadpool two a little please. bit? Please, I have not seen Deadpool two oh, yet. I um, love these. So games. you, you can, some. but yeah. like. try to do it it as spoiler
3: free as possible but the big cool shit is all spoilers
2: it just came out on uh, Blu-ray so like I'm going to see it. Even super badass
3: cutter. Yeah, with Omega
2: Red. I'm so excited so about that.
3: So cool. Oh, I mean, man. like I think
2: the movie, like I don't know. Obviously, you're upset about it. Well, we'll, we'll once I see it, we'll let's do, the do a Deadpool version. episode.
3: Yeah. Fuck it, you know.
2: Yeah. But, but, but fuck it. Deadpool, Rob, Le- Rob Leefield, check it out.
3: But what I do give it is without spoilers. Like obviously, Colossus is in it. This is the best film version of Colossus. We've got time ever had for a
2: it. big CG so battle. I've watched that clip. It, yeah. Uh, uh, so you
3: know who the surprise villain is. Oh, Juggernaut? Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. I, know I want to that. talk about Juggernaut, that. The, also the best version of Juggernaut because he's oh, trash so in X-Men good. 3.
2: It's the best version of every character yeah. because it's made by people who know what And that's why like, I don't get why you
3: don't like it. Well, but then... Because we have can Cable. Josh Brolin's throw- the fucking man.
2: You're absolutely right. But even then, if
0: I can just throw out very strange choices that the people in charge of this universe make, we're okay. talking about... Best of this, best of that. Oh, my God, it's incredible. Then you have these super obscure. There's an ex Statics character. That's a yeah. spinoff by the Red <laughs> I saw that, man who makes a, a character in this film called Surge who has powers like this, blah, blah, blah. The writers of this film would come out and say, no, 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 that's not Surge. That's Akito who in The Wolverine was the redheaded girl who had a different mutant power in that film. And it's like... Like, why are you even just opening your mouth and saying things like that? It's retconning just, stuff, but it's retconning things in more confusing
2: manners than need to be retconned. J- that universe, like you, fuck trying to retcon yeah. it. It's 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 fucked beyond but the anything
3: error. you say. is And such Deadpool a bad even answer. like addresses that in his yeah, own yeah. way in the post creds, which we won't. There's talk nothing about. to do. Like, why I get hey, that? Like they've,
2: they've made the they've made the conceit <laughs> that like <laughs> yeah they've made the conceit that like. Marvel mutants age differently. So that's why from the oh 60s God. to the 2000s, don't no one ages. Don't you dare bring that up. <laughs> but fucking William Stryker doesn't age from the 60s yeah. to the 80s.
3: Maybe he's a mutant. He but he's
0: not. That on but set, he's he not. Be. And I will no, not accept it. Don't think about it.
3: All right, no. let me let me bring up one thing about these films. Yeah. is The strength of them through all the main, the two trilogies that are X-Men based, not Deadpool or Wolverine, a uh, little bit with Logan, but the main strengths are the casting of specifically Eric Ledner and Charles so Xavier so fucking good each time because, each yeah, time, so time they're so great together so do you spot have thoughts on. on this joe so think
2: oh, about they're that. they're incredible i mean they're two of the best actors in the best roles um ian mckellen has said multiple times in interviews that the only reason he accepted the role of Magneto is because he's a gay man and that ah. it meant so much to him to see A disenfranchised person rise up as a a leader for a movement
3: yeah right and Colin you were about to say something about how like you know
0: oh it's just it's so I mean it's just like spot on you get this the weight of these characters that every time they go up somebody says Oh, you know, I would love to be the top person portraying the good guy and the bad guy of an entire universe of characters.
2: Yeah, the moral linchpins. and perfect cat. I mean, like there, there's Spot no on one the better. For James McAvoy, when you got super spooky glass monster.
3: I <laughs> <laughs> honestly, yeah, that's an interesting thing. Like, Mac, like you, you think about like how Xavier is not the greatest dude. He invades people's yeah. minds without permission.
0: They really play that up more in, in that this. trilogy. Patrick Stewart is a beacon, like I said before. The beacon, I of. hate that character, but when Patrick Stewart plays him, I love that character. And He's the is same a thing good
3: guy as Next Gen. He can take this absurd premise, like a guy who teaches a bunch of mutant teens, yeah. but his performance <laughs> elevates it. And then the same thing, you know, with Magneto. He is elevating that to something. And then Michael Fassbender and McAvoy at least carry on that. And the strongest characters in each of these two trilogies are Magneto and Xavier. Everybody else is kind of hit or miss, whether or not. Yeah, I don't know. Okay.
2: McAvoy is fine. I don't think he's <laughs> as good as uh Maybe Fassbender, Fassbender holds more, you know. Yeah. He's okay, no
0: Tom Hardy. Favorite but... trilogy. Each of you guys, go. Favorite trilogy. Out of the one or two. Ooh. X-Men, X-Men 2, X-Men United, X-Men 3, The Last Stand. Number one. Trilogy number two. X-Men Wolverine. First Class. First class <laughs> oh, course. yeah, no, we're talking those guys. We're talking well, the, the X-Men. Wolverine trilogy counts, talking. too. No, no, no. no wow. No. I see what you're doing <laughs> Yeah, I'm talking... X Men versus X Men. Well, let me so, flip a coin. X Men First Class, Days of Future Past, Apocalypse. That's number two. I say the original trilogy. Yeah,
3: gotta go the original. X Men One People and X
0: Men Two. on Apocalypse. You know, Last Stand. Both those trilogy cappers are terrible. Both think those trilogy about cappers, that. cappers
2: are terrible. But I don't like First Class. Days of Future Past. Probably my favorite out of the yeah. original normal. And X-Men I like Quicksilver. Movie. Yeah, sure. I don't know. I think it's overrated. personally. Why? Why? Because like they're it's dumb <laughs> I guess is like my answer what? Uh, the sentinel film where, design in yeah. the future is garbage Ooh, the CGI fact monster. that Mystique is once again the linchpin to everything is garbage <laughs> the fact that you the needed key. a second cut of the movie called the rogue cut to yeah, make the plot yeah, make yeah. sense just to justify
0: is fans, bad and just to include an actress that you just cut out for no reason yeah. Suki
2: Um, And, like, I I don't know, Shadow Cat getting a new set of powers is, like, I don't know. What if I could also send people back in time? Yeah, like, what if everything was convenient Uh, to the plot? Um, And, like, I remember being super excited about Days of Future Past and then just really feeling like it was an excuse to have two set pieces where you killed off the X-Men.
0: Sure. Counter that argument. I love that it's not just... X-Men versus X-Men versus this going on. The sentinel element in the background is great. It opens up both parties to just having conversation the entire time. It's a much slower-paced,
2: much more emotional take. I think Peter Dinklage is really underused. Peter
0: Dinklage is definitely not utilized very properly. But, of course, you got to respect and love that they never bring up, that he is a small person. Uh, and then yeah. something that I absolutely despise in that film, though, is that... Uh, oh, I use medicine to walk. Yeah, Joe. How did you just know exactly? Because it's what was garbage, going man. It's uh, garbage. okay. So what if Charles Xavier was a drug addict? addict? Yeah,
2: yeah. It's it's garbage, garbage plot convenience. It's terrible writing and it's laziness. I mean, it's like, it oh, sucks. I don't want to shave my head. I don't want to have to sit in a wheelchair. Oh, I'm Jennifer Lawrence. <laughs> I don't want to have to put on the makeup, so, you know, so I'm just going to be things myself that define all the this you know, I don't want to have to put on the fur, so I'm going to be regular skin the whole time. I mean, it's like the only thing I like about that movie, and it might be my favorite scene ever, is when Logan wakes up in the fixed future timeline. And, like, Slashes all of everyone. his friends are oh. still alive. Oh, you're talking about the ending. Yeah, the very oh. ending. And, like, all of his friends are still alive. Joe, and you're then are talking fucking about. fucking Kelsey Grammer walks by. So you're Beast. talking about
0: Fraser Crane existing yeah. in the universe yeah. again.
2: That is, um, <laughs> that's probably my favorite scene in any X Men movie because it, yeah. like, it really feels like X Men comics that it's like, oh, all Kitty of a sudden and everything got are fixed. together. Kitty and Colossus are together, which is, like, my right. one true pairing. Aww. Uh, and. Yeah, like Beast is still alive and like Jean is still alive. And the fact yeah. that like Wolverine is so excited to see her reaches for her, and then you just get Cyclops slap his hand away Whoa. like, "Hey man, what are you Easy doing?" Buddy. Yeah. Like I that's think that scene great. is incredible. I think the rest of that movie's garbage. So, yes, that's the and best And also X-Men fuck, fuck Brian movie, Singer.
0: That scene. No, we call him BS here. Yeah, BS well, fuck now. BS. <laughs> oh yeah.
3: Another casting note, Famke Jenkins as Jean Grey is my And oh, another tie-in
2: here. She was featured in TNG. Uh, we talked about last week. Yeah. Uh, another X-Men crossover.
0: Well, I'll pitch. Can yeah. we do a James Bond episode at one point? Because I'd love to talk about Xenia on a top. <laughs> hey, yeah, well, let's do it. I think on the top. Yeah, let's do that. Um, so,
3: Mike, did we get your answer? Best trilogy out of the yeah, original? I go with the original because the first film and X Men United. The first film is so good because it feels like comic booky. Like they're in the Statue of Liberty. It's so gimmicky. They have the device to turn everybody into scream for me. You yeah, guys are picking yeah.
0: classics. I got to say I'm going with the New Age one ending with Apocalypse my my trilogy because those ones are taking swings for me. People are in more prosthetics, people are doing weirder goofier things. BS will not stop putting toad in movies for some
2: reason. It does not make any sense. Toad Mystique and Striker. I don't need to see any one of them ever again, <laughs> And man. then you just
3: like I want Ray Park
2: to have work, but I don't yeah, need more that. Yeah, that would be great,
0: sure, but then these people are also like, well, you know, it looks like that character, but then I didn't want to give him the same name, so I gave him this character's name. And you're yeah. like, well, okay, but well, why, why did you do that? And it's just like, <laughs> like you could have chosen anything, have an and they're answer? like, well, no. Yeah. I just don't understand that yeah.
2: attitude. Um, one thing that we didn't talk about yeah. in the movie section here, because I think we pretty much said everything we yeah. So, yeah, yeah. So it was a one yeah. little fun note. Get into some final um, thoughts, there was a deleted yeah. scene in The Wolverine, which we did not talk about much. He goes to
3: Japan. Uh,
2: yeah, James Marigold. Silver um, Samurai. Yeah, Silver Samurai, uh, kind of based on like the Frank Miller solo run for Wolverine. Yeah, Wolverine. Some really iconic '80s books. Um, the deleted scene at the end where I mean, we never saw it, other than you know in the post or on the internet afterwards. She opens up a suitcase and shows it to him, and it's the original Wolverine it's costume
0: so gorgeous, with
3: the so... mask. Oh, and they never. It's incredible, it. and I got
0: to say that entire film when he fights Hiroyuki Sonata, Sonada the quote unquote sort of original silver samurai.
3: Yeah. And yeah. it's
0: just a, you know, not the robotic one at the end, which is sort of the monstrous which end he was of that in film unfortunately. Samurai. Samurai. Yeah, he yeah. was in Last Samurai. We just saw him in Westworld as well Westworld, in a really cool yeah. role. Uh he's an incredible Japanese actor. Uh their fight is maybe one
2: of the best things oh, ever gorgeous. Gorgeous. Yeah. filmed in the X Men series. And if we think I mean gorgeous. I know it's kind of on hold right now, but he might be doing Boba Fett. Oh, that'd that's be kind cool. of like a yeah. big plus to that'd me to really see cool. like those Jin action Chan scenes.
3: Really, wow! That'd be huge. Yeah, that James Manville,
2: great filmmaker in my great opinion. Filmmaker. I like uh, Walk the Line. That was oh, Copland, right? a yeah. film where Sliced
0: Along oh,
3: plays yeah. a deaf cop yeah. is like fucking incredible. Some really right. good filmmaking there. How do you get that job though? If you're, I mean, I guess. Is a police force. Doesn't like, he lose
2: it on the job? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he
0: gets one eardrum blown out. Yeah. It's, it's pretty good. From like okay. A shot okay. Around <laughs> cops. Yeah.
3: Fair enough. Fair yeah. enough.
2: Um, you gotta watch it. It's great. But you know, I think, I think we've yeah. covered everything in terms of the, yeah. the movies past yes. and present. Let's talk a little bit before we move Very on about true. the future. Yeah. You know, what do you want? Marvel has Marvel Studios has acquired the rights, bought Fox, you know, one more stone in the gauntlet for Disney.
1: Mm-hmm. Um,
2: The deal will be finished in its entirety by mid-2019, which is when we could see any of these properties used. What do you guys want? What do you want to see happen with the X-Men? Joe,
0: I was thinking about this the other day. I'll just jump in here. I want to blow your mind with this. I was thinking about this. Everybody's like, man, it's impossible. How are you going to fit in Fantastic Four? How are you going to fit in X-Men? What do you do? Blah, 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 blah. You know what I was thinking. Give it its own fucking one film. Jam them together. Call it Amazing fantasy. Call it Astonishing Tales. Just mm. call it Dump Strange them back Tales. In. Exactly. Something that harkens back to the classic original comic book Marvel runs. Dump them both back in. An anomaly occurred. This is this. You know, blah, 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 blah. blah. Here it is. We're the originals. We're this. Maybe it's even this time. Maybe time shenanigans are going to happen. Who fucking knows? But they'll figure out some incredible way. The thing is, I'm not nervous about it. You know, that's the thing that I'm happy You're about. You're not nervous about no, it? No. I think it's in good hands. Like I said, I'm a little nervous about Deadpool. And like I said, it it really does go beyond past the uh, flanderization of him. It's not that I think they're going to tone him down too much, Disney taking him on, even though we're seeing rumors today that a lot of their Fox acquisitions they might knock off if they are not child-friendly. Which, They've uh, announced that on their don't streaming. Don't you want
3: all the money from every fucking demographic?
2: <laughs> I, I yeah, really but if it doesn't exist, it. then yeah. there's no money to be. You know, like they just won't. Uh, my fear is that they just won't do anything. You're babies. We're again. all babies, I guess. I so, guess I so, but it's
3: like just at least give us fucking Deadpool. I, I don't, don't know. I
2: don't need dick and fart Deadpool. I would like to yeah. see him thrown in with Spider-Man. Give me like a fun exactly. PG-13. I want adventure. like that.
3: Would make Logan? I really want huge Jacked Man and Deadpool. I in guess I don't. I don't
0: know. Let's go to you, Mike. What do you think is your future? Would you like to see Hugh Jackman return, something like that? Alright, well he
3: said that he would return to be in an Avengers in the crossover, Avengers. right? But uh, yeah, whatever. It would be I mean, so good at this he point. He owes me fifteen years ago, I would have been stoked on that. He still owes me nothing. Logan's a good way to send him off. Yeah. Um, but
0: not Tom Hardy. I see that everywhere. I know. Stop want making Tom him I... people with weird voices. Why would we do that? And <laughs> <laughs> hey, <I'm> the Wolverine. <laughs> For hey, you. Bub. Like
3: a turd. Yes. Yeah. I'm the
2: best at what I do and what I do is nothing. I know,
3: Bob. Um, yeah i what what i would want to see maybe because they want to connect the universe because they want to be able to do like new avengers and things with wolverine and stuff like that yeah um just go ahead and have something where like ant-man was in the quantum realm to fix whatever happened in infinity war fucks with the world and now when they come back to the modern era we have mutants and they're just here and like okay now we have this new we, we fixed thanos but now there's mutants and Whatever. Like, can they be
0: social pariahs? Can a world where Captain America exists and everybody else, and we still hate people born different with superpowers?
2: Yeah, well, I mean, you got to think the Sokovia Accords are a thing already. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, I would argue that you don't need to fix anything. You don't need to do any of that. Wakanda has existed forever and just came into the people public life. And which, about. by
3: the way, speaking of Wakanda, Storm marries. T'challa. T'Challa in the comics. Right. In the comics so maybe. One of the, the
2: biggest weddings in, in comic history. Bigger
0: than yeah. Batman if and Catwoman, which 2, didn't happen. <laughs> <laughs> if in Black Panther 2 we've got the rights back and they can squeeze her in, I will be so fucking happy. And
3: then you get Storm out there. Black and... Panther versus Namor. Oh, no one cares about Internet's Namor. wedding. Do they, though?
2: I no. do. <laughs> I'm no, sorry, Joe. Make do. him a villain of no, Black Panther. Don't let me discount. Uh, I don't
3: know anything about Namor. But. All right, so
2: I'm, I'm going to throw it out there. I'm not yeah. going to talk about Fantastic Four. Um, I have my own idea of how they should do Fantastic Four to just bring him back in fresh.
3: Just talking about they the They originally X-Men. wanted to kind of Cronenberg, the reboot, and they said, let's not go so Gross. crazy. Yeah. yeah um,
2: so what I think should happen with the X-Men is that you Professor X is just going to come forward. Hey. My name is Professor Xavier. I run a school for The Gifted. I'm in Westchester, New York. We saw the advancements, you know, after Thanos made half the universe disappear. We feel comfortable stepping forward. Things are a little weird. We exist. We're mutants. You don't need, you know, some big explanation. They just have to, we just have to start making movies about them. I mean, like, you don't need a backstory when you're just introducing them for the first time. Think about how they did Spider-Man. He's just here. You know but what I mean.
3: If there's two thousand mutants on Earth, why were they not helping to stop the end of the world? Oh, That's boy. only my thing.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Sure. I mean, why wasn't you know eh, any you of know, the characters who are going to show up after this there? You know what I mean? Like
3: laying low. You don't. Heat, you, you, know. you, you
2: don't need to do it. Why? Why weren't the defenders doing anything? Like you know. Yeah. Always, right. Like there's always going to be a why not. Um, what I want to see...
3: His shoe is untied.
2: More than anything, and I'm never going to get it, uh, Hulk vs. Wolverine. That is how I would want to bring... Oh, God. If Hugh Jackman was going to make any kind of thing, back, I baby. would want to see Hugh Jackman
3: versus. Marvel. Do you Ruffalo think they should ever do Elsewhere Marvel Marvel movies Marvel. then, where you get Hugh Jackman and the fucking DC Hulk? DC
2: thinks they can do it. I don't see why Marvel couldn't. I mean, you literally have Marvel
3: multiverse should... theory
2: introduced in Doctor Strange.
3: Yeah, so it would be interesting to just do Elsewhere movies, where you could yeah, have... That'd be cool. Why fucking not? That way you can utilize the Hugh Jackman Wolverine yeah. and the Hulk and then it has nothing to do with your MCU that's really fine that's really great actually
2: Uh, yeah I think they should bring back Marvel Knights as a company as well and they should use that to make all their rated R movies Uh, which you know we talked about how that that might not happen at all so we'll see but you know moving forward I guess I'm not negative on it but I also like the X-Men is so big being in its own universe didn't bother me so if we're going to meld it together now yeah I just don't want it to be like, oh, well, the next fifteen years of the MCU are
3: all X Men movies. It totally could be, yeah. yeah. And is New Mutants dead? Is Dark Phoenix in trouble? Like this is all stuff. That's they're happening. they're
2: both undergoing reshoots. I mean, New Mutants was Rivers supposed to blind, come out though. six months yeah. ago.
3: People say three months. People say, oh,
0: I'm not part of this. I don't know what they're changing. Yeah. Who knows?
3: You want to work for Disney? We got to do a lot of reshoots. <laughs> like Disney We're loves reshoots. It all. Yeah every movie Star Wars had reshoots of course Infinity sure but yeah. these
2: I mean they're they're trouble to begin with I think yeah.
0: and you got Simon Kinberg the guy yeah, who written they are. most it's like, of
3: these films direct in Dark Phoenix if Marvel know. acquired the Sony Spider-Man stuff I'm sure they would reshoot a ton oh, of it yeah. yeah absolutely they'd
2: destroy it I mean they'd probably We're just done. Venom
3: Venom is done yeah. <laughs> why we do that
2: <laughs> why did
3: we do silver that silver and
2: black how about never coming back yeah. ba-dum-ba
3: gunshot yeah. to the head no one needs yeah. that
2: Well, any other thoughts on the movies before we transition to the video games here? I think I've said my piece.
0: There's never going to be a hallway shot, you know, as a fan where you're like, just fill it up with everybody that I know, you know, blah, 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 blah because I get it. I understand paying actors. I understand how rights work where if you do depict the likeness of a character that created because look, they put a stop order on making mutants at one point because there's so many. Yeah. Like you know, we don't need any more. Marvel has to pay the creators every time they show up in per book, you know. So if you're just the guy who made the one that's popular and he's in this book, that book, that book, and also you're the idiot who made two more, you know, that's a lot of money switching hands going around opposed to just right. paying one person. So I understand that that's never going to happen, but again, that level of respect that's in Deadpool, please let's see that going forward.
3: Let's see that in the new hands. What Deadpool did with what four or five mutants?
0: Yeah, yeah. With the fact, and then to literally say it out loud, oh, you know, the mansion's pretty. Two, you wouldn't pay for yeah, it. Yeah, it's almost like we're not allowed to show other mutants. <laughs> it's yeah. Like you know, it's just like like you're saying the
2: fact that they could do that with. Four or five is just incredible. Well, and
0: also like Deadpool
2: one exists inside the MCU without having to say it at
0: all. In, and in a timeline without ever
2: acknowledging where, or when they are. Nope. I mean like the finale takes place on a decommissioned helicarrier though. Like they just don't call it that. Yeah. And Kevin Feige just laughs
3: I guess that's my biggest um, concern Is that we might lose the magic that Deadpool has I think Logan was wrapped up perfectly The Wolverine arc I think the three X-Men movies are fine Days of Crafts Apocalypse I'm fine for a reboot of the X-World But keep Deadpool as he is And that's pretty much it if in the next Avengers film, truly as the rumors
0: go, we're going to see a lot of the other Marvel films play out, that bums me out because I could totally see that being the best introduction of Deadpool into the Marvel universe if they had saved that gimmick for him to be like, I was here the whole time. <laughs> just throw <laughs> yeah. it in the background. I mean, yeah, how incredible would that oh be? Right? My God. I wouldn't
2: rule out still seeing that yeah. sometime. You
0: know, Black Widow's in it too, and you're just like, Jesus Christ. <laughs>
3: Deadpool <laughs> drops their 1F bomb in a PG 13. Yeah. PG-13. yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah, that'd be exciting. I think really there's, I don't know, I think maybe slightly under 50% hit ratio on these movies, a little bit less than half are good. Yeah, I mean, it's like, I hated that one. I love this one. I hated like that X3 one. bad. That was terrible. Yeah, You know, Everybody can then. defend
0: basically about the same ones. There's not too much variation, you have to admit to. I would yeah. say
3: most are just tolerable. Yeah. Yeah, and there's only a couple that are really, like, very enjoyable, so. Yeah.
0: But that's been the X-Men films and the TV shows. Let's wrap it up. Let's talk about the X-Men's in the video game world.
3: Hello Normies, we're out here talking about the X-Men, you know, when they go into the danger room, it's just a simulation, but sometimes those simulations are more real than they think. Luckily for us, we have the X-Men video games to simulate everything we want in the X-Men universe. Do you want to be a hero? Do you want to create your own hero? Who knows, but it's all there, and we're here to talk the X-Men video games. Oh my god, that was fucking dude! You incredible. fucking nailed that intro there. <laughs> I just went for it, man.
2: All right, way to do it, man. Let's get into it then. Let's talk about some of your favorite X Men video games. Obviously, there's too many to like quantify all of them. There's Game Gear. There's obviously, game the Boy. '90s
3: arcade game yeah. is a big, a big. Uh, focal so, point. so here are
2: the big ones I want to talk about, and we can tear these down. You guys can add to them as you, as you, as you see fit. Yep. The arcade game, obviously, a huge staple. The best video game of all time.
0: Oh, yeah, so, <laughs> one of, one of the biggest. Yes. I, have you guys ever? It
3: says it on the now? cabinet. I've never beaten it, no. Uh
0: yeah. I believe one time we ran through it, right? You and I have run through yeah. it.
2: Me and my brother have run through it. There is a bar uh here that we're big fans of called the One Up. The one up is an arcade, arcade bar where the games are all free to play as long as you're drinking. They have it and uh you know, it's what it that cost like us. my house. All
3: the games are free at my house as long as I'm drinking.
2: It would have cost probably like $50 if you were paying in quarters to beat it. Oh, yeah. But we ran through the whole game. Couldn't be any more fun, man. Keep going. Keep listing. So you got that one. Uh, X-Men Legends, the series that was the predecessor to uh, Marvel Ultimate Alliance, which is another great series. Yes, Um, yes. One of my favorite video games of all time. You can be basically any X-Men and and any costume and any combination of team couldn't be any better uh and then this one's a little weirder there was a playstation one fighting game uh not marvel vs. capcom which i'm sure also you guys would like to talk about briefly um but it was set in the danger room where you would just fight x-men like mortal Kombat. talking
0: 3d graphics are you talking 2d like children of the atom uh 3d like oh, X Men Academy, cool. or something. yeah.
2: I think it was. It might have been based on the first movie. Now that I'm thinking about it, but they had costumes. X
0: Men Academy. Mute
2: oh, is that Aca- what it was called? Mute Mute I don't even remember Academy what it was something. called. Academy. Yeah, could be. Uh, but those were the three big ones for me. With the Marvel, or I'm uh, sorry, the X Men Legends being. One of the end all be all. And video there's
3: clips. two of those, you know. And there and the was the second
2: one's uh, apocalypse is the main villain. Yeah, and there yeah, were
3: rumors but, of Square Enix doing a continuation of that idea. We haven't heard anything yet, but God, hopefully please. we do. God, we want that
2: Marvel Ultimate Alliance three. <laughs> like it's yeah all exactly any like of that we're saying there's or the two. Avengers
3: game yeah
0: all yeah. those characters all those mechanics like you guys keep saying get carried over to Ultimate Alliance it's they the same exact game just with they looked at Diablo they looked at those controls and they said let's take the skins of your favorite superheroes and make it a dope squad team couch co-op
2: doesn't exist anymore guys
3: well what is D and D but building your your team and yep. like working together you do that with superheroes.
2: That's exactly the same. Uh you know, I had mentioned I think last episode that I, I built a gaming PC. The first yep. game I bought on Steam was a two pack Marvel Ultimate Alliance one and two. Oh um, great. I was playing through missions the other day uh where I just played as my X Men. You know, I played so cool. Colossus, Cyclops Nightcrawler, and Wolverine, which are some of my favorite characters.
3: So those are your favorites. Colossus, Cyclops, Nightcrawler, Wolverine?
2: Uh, Yeah, I think like, I threw Deadpool in there for a couple runs. I threw Storm in there for a couple runs, because Storm is like super fucking powerful in these games. Oh,
3: yeah, yeah. Colin, who, X-Men Legends, we all seem to like really like this. Who are your characters?
0: Well, we're forgetting the mechanic that made Nightcrawler so cool. He's standing next to one of the characters. He can grab onto their back, take yeah, them through a wall. Them too. Yeah, I mean, was so there was cool. stuff like that where you had to have flying characters get across places where there are no bridges. Oh, that's There's not going to work? a puzzle element, yeah. What if there was Iceman? What if he could freeze he make a bridge, a bridge, bridge. Yeah. Exactly a puzzle element, Mike. That's true. I mean, true. it just had such cool interactive gameplay. I liked anyone where you were using the environment interactively like that.
3: So how about you? And using your powers to solve yeah. the puzzles. I mean, yeah. that's those games is when I fell in love with being Colossus. It was just so fun to be the Bam. tank. He's got to be on the team, Bam. man. You need to tank. Do the big ground smash. Look, at some
0: point, we're going to have to pick something up. <laughs> and yeah. just hearing I'm him, here to do it. Yeah.
3: And just hearing him say his little, like, the five lines of that. Recorded, yeah. da. da da. Thank you, Kumra. I love
2: how we all said da. da. <laughs> of course, it's exactly yeah. all he said. But um, no,
3: no, it's great. Yeah, so class is really fun. You know, I like to be Wolverine. I like to be the Wolverine's flying.
2: healing element so nice. Look, oh. I need to
0: get through this level. Maybe I throw Wolverine on. Maybe yeah, I can just get to through. have
2: one guy still standing
0: end. A weird at the thing end.
3: about those games is you'll be able to assign which controller was on which. Yeah. Yep. So whenever my friend was Magneto and flying over a chasm, I would pause it and then switch the controller so Magneto would just would fall drop. to his death. Uh yeah, it's just being fun too.
0: dude, my life died. Yeah, well, you
2: did now. Because the second one, you uh, it was you know the Brotherhood and the X-Men the teaming team. up. Which the is apocalypse. like X-Men
3: United, yeah. exactly. I'm the
2: juggernaut.
0: I'm on your team
2: now.
3: When yeah, you had your danger I room where you just too. had
2: simulations where, you know, like Ultimate Alliance, you could collect discs and do like side missions. That was pretty much costumes. every weekend of
0: college for That's you and me. so good. We time. would yeah. go to a used game store, pick up, hey, do you guys have X-Men Legends? You have two? <laughs> you, have it, you have it on Xbox? All right. All right. We've got an Xbox. Let's go back.
3: Yeah, <laughs> yeah my cousin Plugin Steven did the same thing. Plug it in and then Perfect. rock and roll all night. So good, yeah. That uh, X Men Legends is definitely my favorite X Men game. Um, I want more of that in the future. Like, give me that four player co op experience. We can all pick a hero. We yeah. can all and all the costumes too, because that's what's fun too. That like was you said, what was so cool. You get to you pick your all look. Costumes, yeah. right. All
0: right. Well, I'm going to stop you then, Mike and Joe. If it is the same for you that this is the best one, you go right ahead and you keep going. But otherwise, I'm defending X Men Arcade right now.
3: Um. Wow. Okay.
2: No, I it's it's tough man. I mean like those are both such classic experiences like with video gaming. But the we- that Wolverine Origins game
0: where you oh, get I your like that one body too, yeah. blown apart and you can see him regenerate. Yeah. I mean think And
2: about also like you well had like Omega Red stuff. and like yeah. other characters that were not featured in you the know, movies. I'm yeah. But again, makes no sense for the timeline because you have fucking <laughs> Colossus as your buddy doing the fastball special, yeah, even though he it, barely yeah. says a word and is like 15 in the movies.
3: Yeah, fastball special is great. I had the ex, uh, the Wolverine game that tied in with the movie, the Origins movie. Yeah, that's,
2: that's what I was talking about. Yeah.
3: There was a long time where like... Um, they would do play testing down at Activision. They were publishing Ooh. those games, so we would go down and like do some play testing. You got to be Damn, under twenty. I you got to be eighteen to twenty-five to go do some QA. So back then, when I was of age, you know, we would go do some QA. We were doing the Transformers game. We were doing. I I did a whole playthrough at Naughty Dog of uh, um, Uncharted Two. Oh, nice! Wow, but anyway, cool. at that time we were at Activision, and they said, "Oh, you can take a free game." And I picked up the Wolverine game because it was the best one they had, and like that was pretty fun too. It had some decent action. Ultimately, the depth wasn't there. But... No,
2: I remember the Wendigo level being like fucking. annoying.
3: Yeah, right. yeah. But I, I had it and I played it on you uh, just see uh, Xbox dumb 360. Bar and be like, what is this? Yeah. Yeah, you know, some dumb puzzle elements where you have to like stab a statue and rotate it and move it. It's like, right, dumb. Yeah.
0: But, well, you guys forget that God of War had come out by that point and sort of changed how those games were played. So yeah, the mechanics got, Whoa, we've are got all pretty Wolverine. What, what if th- he was like Kratos?
3: Yeah, put him in there. And, you know, we're just trying to do a quick movie tie in. So who yeah. are we kidding? But X-Men Legends, that's coming from a place of how do we give players the experience of being their favorite superheroes, give them all the powers? Sure. The stories were cool. You went to the astral plane with Xavier and oh my stuff. God. in those.
0: All the psychic characters get rallied around Savage you Land. Use well, yeah. you have your powers. Kazar here. Uh, what X-Men doing here? And you're just Mm -hmm. like, Jesus Christ, I'm getting everybody. Wait, I'm collecting these weird tokens. What do they use? Wait, does this unlock Deadpool? Oh, my God, it does. And, you know, you're just running around. It's great. And you're off to the Uh, races. So Joe didn't answer, so I'm just going to cut everybody off and say, F you guys. You want to talk about jumping in. You want to talk about communal gameplay with friends. You find that six-controller console. The big one. The big boy. The stand-up. Guys, I mean the X Men arcade it. machine. Yep. If you find that guy, I mean that is the holy grail of video games, as far as I'm concerned.
3: For arcade stand-ups, that that is yeah. actually very, very high bar. Are you bar. kidding?
2: Well, like I said at the beginning of the episode, my my Pizza Hut had it, and that was like, oh the my only place. It, oh wow! Man. Jeez Louise! Yeah, we did not. Okay, so that, that Pizza
0: Hut pretty much had everything good in life. If we could go back to those <laughs> buffet style. Cause do you remember? There were different times. It was the buffet style, weird, you know, where you could just go hang out at a Pizza Hut opposed to just getting the takeout style.
2: Yeah, I mean, it was yeah. literally like a baseball, yeah. you know, little league.
0: Pictures yeah, of yeah. Coke and root beer, and yeah. they'd just be like, they had hey, a salad bar, and they'd pizza bring the pizza hard.
2: to your table.
3: Yeah, yeah exactly. You do Pizza's not see that anymore. But...
0: Except when we go to Shakey's nah, and get dude. drunk.
2: <laughs> yeah, getting drunk at Shakey's yeah. is pretty much the closest. Um,
3: what else do you do at Shakey's? But it's just, a,
2: <laughs> it's uh, just the golden grail. The pizza.
0: I mean, look, it's not a machine you're getting tickets from or something like that. This is a pure enjoyment machine. You're playing this game. You're looking at your friends, and you're saying, this is our character types. Are you Colossus? Are you the guy who's going to explode and bash things? Are you stuck as the Dazzler? Because you're probably not a girl in our group. Fourth you're probably just the, the youngest. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, you know, are you Storm? Are you the leader? Are you the badass? Are you Cyclops? Uh, you know, it just had everything Wolverine. I mean, and and just going through the story, it was based on an animated pilot called uh, uh, Pride of the X Men, which was about Kitty Pride meeting the X Men. It had a very cool aesthetic, very adult, very mature. Did not go through, unfortunately. But it
2: was the predecessor to the animated series that we we all know and love. So such a weird shame and so interesting that it ended up being the
0: model of pretty much the most iconic video game of my youth of this series. Other than if you found a Turtles in Time machine that also had four opposed to two. I mean, these were just the holy grails of being a kid, man. You're at Chuck E. Cheese. That was it for me.
3: No, that's pretty big. I also remember... Um, the Super Nintendo, the Clone Wars game, maybe it was Sega Genesis, but it was like the side. That spoiler. game was okay. Power Battles? What are we talking No, uh, I no, think it was, was X
2: Men 2 something something. Oh, there,
0: Clone Wars of X Men, yeah. Clone yeah. Wars of yeah. the X
3: Men, yeah. yeah. And, um, you had to always fight the shadow versions for boss levels and, um,
0: they had a lot of weird crossovers
3: in the 2000s. Do you remember when they had that weird game where they just crossed over with a weird
0: made-up PlayStation version of superheroes? Just because Sony seemed to have a stake in something. at that point with the video.
3: Sony game. was messing up the universe yeah. even back then. Yeah. Um,
2: do you guys remember X Men Mutant Apocalypse? Where you would pick one X Men cool. and run through a level. There was Gambit, Beast, Psylocke, uh, Super Nintendo baby, Wolverine, and Cyclops, and like each level you were just one X Men going through the story. Oh
3: man. That one I never really played much. Um, but I believe it existed at incredible graphics <laughs> no I'm lying here incredible, incredible.
0: couch co-op yeah yeah um,
3: like big sprites and stuff he, yeah. it, like oh, kind of yeah. like Maximum Carnage made I by Capcom the yeah oh yeah yeah so Capcom has beautiful sprites I mean sprites. that was just the pinnacle and
0: again they're uprezzing those when we eventually get Marvel versus Capcom games they're like well wait a minute what if we just had Cyclops he's been in all of our games since the
2: 90s yeah it's just easy to just plug them in there yeah, plug incredible.
3: and play. that's true and speaking of Marvel versus Capcom like those are like huge fighting games are still big on the um, you know the FGC the fighting game community I
2: mean um, the latest Marvel vs. Capcom just came out this year right Infinite yeah.
3: yeah, Infinite yep and it had to do with Infinity War and Thanos and, everything and Ultron like <laughs> it's like yeah, thrown in there goofy. too yeah 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 you know and that's like you know get Captain America even from you know other Marvel you know stars and stripes like I love having Captain America on my team you get Spider-Man and Wolverine so we're
0: happy about this because like Joe was saying there was the freeze out for so long and it wasn't just in the comic book content we are talking It was everything. In video games, you were not getting X-Men characters. I have that Lego Marvel game that I've mentioned to you guys before, Lego Marvel Super Heroes 2. No X-Men characters in that. You don't get Wolverine, you don't get Beast, you don't get anybody. The one before, it, you do. I mean, it's littered with them. Now, to get that crossover content is pretty exciting. I mean, that validates that we're going to, going forward, get some more play. Unfortunately, we're seeing something like in the Sony Spider-Man game that's about to come out. They won't
2: even say that the Fantastic Four are in it. No, but, like, I mean, that's different because it's Sony, A, and B, like, I don't need anyone else right now for that Spider-Man game. I just need Spider-Man. Sure. You know, it's, it's a lot easier to do a Spider-Man game than it is to do an Avengers game or X uh, X-Men game because, you know, you the what characters are kept in and what characters are left out. Who do you do? Spider-Man, do you you, do you do? you're going to play Spider-Man. Yeah. That's it. You know what I mean? Like, you're not like, oh, I can't believe Quentin Queer's not in here and I got to use fucking Rachel Summers instead or, you know, like. Right. Oh, no Wolverine, just Cyclops? Like You're not going to have run into that issue.
3: Yeah, you pick up a Spider-Man game on and meet Peter Parker. Um, yeah. More or less. Um, miles or less. <laughs> uh, miles or less. Miles is also But a I mean, name. there were so many. Yeah. Do you
0: remember when he crossed over with Spider-Man? There's a Wolverine game where they're fighting symbiotes and they're getting infected. Web I mean, of Shadows. Yeah, they've always been there. Web of Spider-Man Shadows, and his yeah. amazing friends had a video game where you could also just be like, well, what if Wolverine was also in there too? Yeah. I mean, it was just yeah, well, don't how it Iceman. was. They're the crown jewel of Marvel. You know, people talk about the first family again, Fantastic Four. Yeah. But X Men, God, they've just been their most popular characters for so long. Biggest, too. Like, Games going forward, you know, what do you guys think? You know, there was that Deadpool game that was very successful. Oh, that I'm was pre movies.
2: Yeah. Yeah nolan north doing the voice very classic every voice wolverine's in it (laughs) yeah
3: i i would want um
2: wolverine cable and domino are all featured mr sinister yeah mr sinister too that's right
3: right if we can get the square enix avengers game Mm -hmm. and if it's anything like x-men legends give me more of that
2: sure I would lose my mind for a Marvel Ultimate Alliance three. Oh my god! If yeah, I, like, that's I mean, true.
3: Just own it all. The whole universe. Just and do like, that. I was happy
2: enough because most of my favorite X Men were in that. Like, you could play literally. I mean, it's four four characters you get to pick. There were six or seven X Men in the roster, so you could play all X Men if you wanted.
3: Yeah, and some of those bosses were very obscure too. I, like, I learned a lot through Ultimate Alliance and stuff. Yeah, about I was kind of
2: thinking about maybe making a video essay that was just uh, talking Ooh. about. Marvel Ultimate Alliance and how like if, if you are interested in Marvel, that game is a history. Lesson. Sign a
1: petition.
3: I'd it also really like is. To write that on your side job, and they That'd give you the cool. uh, the whole um, backstories and like the collectibles. You know, if you yeah. defeat a villain, you can read their backstory and learn a lot.
2: And the comic art and like, uh, I mean, like playing. The side missions where it'll be like... The Logan one in particular is great because it's like, oh, one time I was teaming up with Nick Fury. I don't really trust Nick Fury because this happened in the 70s. And it's like, oh, here's a fucking history lesson on all your favorite characters. That's true. With awesome gameplay.
3: Yeah. We're seeing the... uh,
0: Speaking of LEGO Universe on the DC side expand. They're about to get just a super villains of the DC Universe video game. I, going forward, like to see... X Men are important enough. Make an X Men Lego video game. Make a Marvel this side video game. Yep. Cross them I'm a basic bitch. I'll buy all of them. You know, it's like <laughs> who cares? I would like to see them expanded in in the same way that uh, the Spider Man games being used. I don't know what that means. If you could make an Arkham style game around what Gambit? <laughs> yeah, your, see, that's what I'm saying. Like it's a lot more difficult. Gene Gray. Yeah, I when don't you're know. You're talking with the X Men. Yeah. You know, I think i are like, talking
2: somebody. X Men Legends is kind of your best bet. It's the team up. It's the top down. I agree with you. We guys. didn't talk about X Men Destiny at all. Did you guys play that? Where you designed your own X Men? No, I really. Yeah. I'm weary of those games.
0: But now, just thinking about it, what? How about if we saw like an update to the arcade game? What if we saw some sort of Resprite new rebranding? You know, something to get us to sit down and X-Men play arcade a game. Remaster? Like Can you even imagine? Well, they on the
2: X Play. Release it on Xbox, Steam or X yeah, Please. Uh, yeah. I mean, DuckTales Remastered did really well. It did nice great. To see like Crash that. Bandicoot did really well. Yeah, very well. Man. Yeah. You're totally
3: right. That's true. Yeah, just update it kind of the modern conventions a little bit, better graphics, better sprites. I think yeah. that makes but, sense. But I
2: mean, the, the game moving forward, I would want more than anything either X Men Legends or Marvel Ultimate Alliance 3.
3: I agree 100%. Well,
0: that's been X Men Video Games. Let's talk our final thoughts on X Men, guys.
1: Hey,
0: guys, we're back. We're talking final thoughts on X-Men. Wrap up, I'd like to say, Joe, I'm shocked that you haven't even talked about it the best toys ever invented, the 90s toys for the animated oh, series. Oh, very classic. I mean, can we talk about what collectibles those were for us growing up? I know we really raved about the uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles that transformed, and, and I'll try to get you guys to do a Transformers episode, speaking of toys that I was obsessed with, but uh, uh, the, every time I go home, I find a different one, whether it's Xavier outside of his wheelchair, his weird floating <laughs> wheelchair, or... Um, I'll one where I'll just be like, The Vindicator? <laughs> As a yeah. kid, I how did I even know what you were? Uh, X-Men what? Extreme yeah, exactly. Havoc? Yeah, what? exactly. I'd be like, with my parents and point and be like, yes, that one. Like, I can't even imagine. So, uh, you know, I, I love them. Uh, and I've always loved this franchise, guys. Yeah. It's, it's yeah. been there for me forever. Since I was a kid, it has childlike sensibilities. I worry about its
3: maturity going forward. I mean, X-Men has always been that thing for the youth right that's where it came from make people feel comfortable with that um i do worry about where disney will go with things because they're going to have to change a lot obviously they're probably going to want to jettison a lot of the previous you're done you're out bs you know get out leather suits out get out and 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 if they give me the wolverine suit i'll be super stoked like let me see it right new actor not tom hardy i don't know who It's just like Cyclops. You're just casting a lower jaw. (laughs) But I guarantee it'll it'll have Captain
0: America-style weird giant pouches. Give me pouches. I like pouches. Give me me
3: Cyclops with pouches. I'll take pouches. My name is Robby Field, and I love pouches. You know, that's what I grew up with was the pouch look. So give me the pouch look with the suits. I just want to see the suits. Anyway, Joe.
2: If you like comic books or you like the movies and you want to learn more, go look at some of the books that were written in the eighties by Chris Claremont Um, days of future past, the dark Phoenix saga. God loves man kills is, is such a good Mm. modern parable. Uh, All of those are some great morality tales. You know, just like we were talking in the star Trek episode, there's a lot of like morality to the X-Men. There's a lot of like important questions being asked on top of awesome action. I think we've been in a lull period here for a while but with this ac- acquisition, I think we've been in a lull period for a while here. But with the rights going back to Disney, I think like Spider-Man, we're going to see a homecoming. Um, Ooh, and that truly was a homecoming. Return. And that gave me X goosebumps.
0: Are you saying amazing <laughs> X-Men? What? How about a title real quick, Joe, before you wrap up? Uncanny.
3: Uncanny. I would take Uncanny. Uncanny. Um, cool. Astonishing. cool yeah.
2: a- Astonishing is too close to amazing, and we've already done that with Spider Man. You're totally right. Uncanny, I think, would be pretty good. Um, I'm optimistic about the comic future and the movie future. Um, video games, I don't think we're going to see much, to be honest. Okay. I, uh, no one Ooh, totally should really hold their breath right there. there uh, yeah. But there's a lot to look forward to, and there's a lot to look back to if you're just now getting into them.
3: Yeah, and uh, for me, you know, I do want to quickly bring up, you mentioned that the X-Men and previous week's episode, Star Trek, they did have a crossover.
2: Oh, yeah, that's right. And I we didn't really that
3: mention that. We, we only touched base on it. But, yeah, yeah, so the X-Men and Star Trek, all linked by Patrick Stewart. Did you guys have
0: that book? It was a really dumb book.
2: Oh, I did not. Uh, huh?
3: I just looked briefly online yeah. at it. Yeah. I mean,
2: like like in Batman and Captain America, which are both great episodes that you should go back and listen to. Yes, please. please. To. Uh, you know, it's it's tough to talk everything about the X-Men. Like, we could do an episode just on Wolverine. You know, like, we could do an episode hey, just Cyclops. on any of these We could characters. do an episode on
0: fucking Psylocke. Defending yeah. Cyclops. And you know what? <laughs> Explaining if, who Olivia Munn is. <laughs> if you want to see yes.
2: any of those episodes uh, with your ears, just let us know <laughs> yeah. and uh, reach out to us on Instagram and Twitter, and we'll we'll do it. We'll fucking do it. We don't even care.
3: We'll do it. But we want to talk more about this stuff for sure, um, and we hope you've enjoyed this X-Men examination. X-examination, that is. Um, And it's been fun to talk about it. If there's any final thoughts here, let's go ahead and plug them in right now. My last thoughts are the X-Men are fun. I think it's a good thing to let people be, have a sense of feeling comfortable with who you are. Um, And just that idea of you can be fucking cool as shit and you should not be ashamed of that, right? And that's kind of what the X-Men can be for people. And like also the societal messages of differences don't necessarily mean we have to build uh, walls. The original
0: SJWs,
3: before that was an insult, were yeah. the XMENs. Yeah. That wow. Simple. That's great. Yeah.
2: Couldn't have said it better myself, Bubs. Uh, I'm happy with everything we put out there. And, you know, the X-Men are some of the best heroes out there. And there are so many different characters to look towards. Uh, you, you could spend every day of your life for the next 20 years reading X-Men books and never run out of them.
0: All right, Normies. Well, make sure to check us out on Instagram and check us out on Twitter. Rate, review, subscribe, check out the podcast. And again, this has been Colin Nito.
3: Joe Vereen. Oh, and Mike Klops. <laughs> Thanks for listening, Normies. Optic Blast.
1: Sneak, sneak. <laughs>
3: Record. This is a motorcycle.
2: But what about Gene?
3: But what about Gene? I'm Cable. I'm from the future. I'm Bishop. I'm from the future. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm from this future. Get out. <laughs> I'm the juggernaut bitch. I'm, I'm the juggernaut.